0: (laughs) The Bible podcast, the podcast for the Kardashian Connoisseur, only on Hulu. Uh, Just telling Kathleen, this episode will be interesting because it's the same motherfucking topic. It's been for five episodes. Dolce Gabbana, Courtney versus Kim, with like some like extra stuff in the background that doesn't matter. So. Um, and we have a lot of Tyramel though. That's another reason I think I think we can keep it. Ooh, brief. that's exciting!
1: Yeah, I know, right? It feels like—is <laughs> this? Ask e- us it? about anything. Ask us about the sub- submarine. Ask us about that submarine, gotcha. shit. like
0: <laughs> as crazy and tragic as it as it is. Some of the best memes I've seen uh, produced in a while. You know what it reminds me? Of? Have you ever seen Encanto? Oh, the like Disney. One? No, no, no. Sorry, not Encanto. Fuck Coco.
1: Oh, yeah. Love racist. Coco. Sorry, I guys. That was seen fucking Coco.
0: racist. <laughs> uh, my apologies to the Latino community. That was <laughs> racist. <laughs> it's not even the same storyline. But, <laughs> but on Coco, the guy, before he knew he was poisoned, sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, he thinks. They, everyone thinks he died because he choked on a piece of chorizo. So they're all, like, making fun of him, like, in the afterlife. I wonder if that's, like, what it's like for the submarine people, if they're, like, in the afterlife and people are, like, like, Abe Lincoln's, like, so let me get this straight. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I feel bad, like, for the people that were on it because obviously that's, like... The and the 19-year-old. I That's the one I really feel bad for is the 19-year-old. You know, it's, like, everything that's come out about the company... Sketchy, cutting mm-hmm. corners, which is chef's kiss the universe, God, whoever you pray to, saying like that's literally what the Titanic people did, and that's why the Titanic is on the bottom of the ocean, cut corners, trying to make money, trying to act bougier than you were, so that rich people would buy a ticket, literally what they were doing, and apparently like they knew or the the Coast Guard or whatever the Navy some organization had heard the, like, sounds that they assumed were an implosion within, like, an hour of them leaving right when they lost contact. Yes, yes. And the company, people are suspicious that the company was the one who was, like, churning out all the PR about, we lost contact. How many hours of oxygen do they have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the- mission. like, they were, like, the ones who were fueling this obsession because they were, like, Frantically, like putting out statements, like
0: "Oh, we heard banging." Remember that? And then people were like, "Wait, if it yeah. imploded like within two seconds, where
1: is this banging?" Yeah, coming and from? so like a lot of people think they were hoping that like if there was never, you know, or buy themselves time so they could write it off as a conspiracy, or if like if it was an implosion, like anything being found would have been like, you know, fairly destroyed. So I think they were just hoping they could buy themselves some time and hope that maybe. They gave up. I don't know what their thinking was, but
0: that's crazy.
1: Um, really quickly, Steph (laughs) Shep got married, I don't know,
0: the past couple days. I can't quite pin it down. I don't know if it was Monday, I don't know if it's Saturday, Sunday. Um like to get married on days that aren't Saturday. Right. That I just love that. Although I think one of my friends got married like literally the Monday after Super Bowl because it was cheaper. Which fuck (laughs) you, if you are playing a fucking wedding the Monday after Super Bowl, like i'm not coming and if i do come i'm gonna be extremely
1: hungover so i will need to drink a lot (laughs) to even have a chance to enjoy your shit on a wednesday actually i've had several friends get married on a wednesday because apparently Mm -hmm. it's like one of the best deals for like really popular venues Mm -hmm. and i mean an excuse to take a couple extra days off (laughs) it is wednesday's fine i'm fine with wednesday i'm not okay with the monday after the holiday thing and we'll call the super bowl holiday thing like when people put it like a lot of people up here get married on fourth of july and i'm like yes i'm sorry but fourth of july is when i ride my bike to the parade (laughs) i gotta eat a hot dog and then i gotta watch the fireworks like is it boring and cliche yes but like that's what I do so I have been
0: in, I have been in a wedding that was on 4th like of July in fucking Memphis
1: oh. I
0: love my friend Erica to death I've known her since oh. I was going into the third grade but bitch I was like what is the reason <laughs> what is, is the reason <laughs> it's a busy <laughs> I was on Beale Street July 3rd I remember oh, and I was just like Oh God, I am in the country, I think, or or maybe I, I don't know. It was, was it on 4th of July? It was on 4th of July. Like I, anyway, to your point, I agree. Um, But I think, so she got married to Larry. Good for her. Uh, Another thing I was going to bring up is Kendall's quote from the Wall Street Journal. Oh, yeah. Which she's not special. I just got interviewed by the Wall Street Journal. I was going
1: to say, um, hello. Let's put that out there.
0: <laughs> I kind of can't. I can't I want to tell the topic because I don't want to blow up the, the reporter's spot, but it's basically about my Facebook activity. Like, it, it's the most random <laughs> shit. I had happened to tweet something, and they're like, oh, I see your Twitter, your tweet about you being in this
1: group. Do you want to talk? And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Nonetheless, get that on the resume. Wall Journal. So, Wall Street Journal is not picky with who they interview.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're just browsing Twitter, Kendall. So Kendall Jenner says she doesn't feel like a Kardashian. I obviously understand. I fall under the umbrella of the Kardashian sisters. It's just weird to me because I'm just like my dad in so many ways. I'm such a Jenner in my opinion. Now, I believe I said this a couple episodes ago that Kendall does not consider herself part of the problem. She thinks she just Kind of pops in and pops out of Kardashian world, but she's over there rolling in dirt and riding horses. So she's (laughs) so different. I can't even cut a cucumber. What are you like? It's so annoying how she just kind of tippy toes on the high horse. No pun intended with the horse. Like, and then to compare yourself with Caitlyn as if Caitlyn Jenner (laughs) is someone you would want to model yourself after these days. It is Kendall is just exhausting at
1: this point. And like I, sure, her and Caitlin have a lot of the same hobbies, exactly. And but like to say that that overrides like any of the ways she's more in common with her sisters and mother. I don't know. Like I don't want to like say it was coming from like an overly like righteous holier than thou place. I think she's just weird and like says mm-hmm. things that are weird. Because I do see her point on like the surface level is that like. And Kylie might even say the same thing, but they didn't ask Kylie. It wasn't Kylie's interview. Like they both kind of had to get born into this show (laughs) against their will. They both, especially Kendall, but both of them like do stuff outside of the family. Kendall, I think, has made it clear she like maintains contact with caitlin and some of their siblings and stuff so i could see like what she was trying to say but of course we've said this a million times especially in more recent years who's coaching these people on these interviews (laughs) also why are they taking these interviews because the soundbite out of context is just like the perfect opportunity to be like oh kendall thinks she's like better than them or can like remove herself from them yada 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 and like she probably did not have that intention even subconsciously. She's probably just like, Oh, that's their thing. I do my thing. I like ride horses with my dad and I was race cars. I think know? that's why I say like tippy-toe on
0: the the high horse. Like you're not trying to, I get it. You're not full on being like, I don't know those hoes. But there's just something like you said, there's a little bit of like a tone she has that I don't appreciate. It's your tone. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like Kathleen said, if she was more specific, like I think my personality is more like my dad's I and like I think
1: your hobbies or like yeah, yeah. I don't really consider myself don't a like girly girl. Grow, yeah, like I don't like to necessarily go to the same places that Kim does, but like we're still sisters, but like yeah, oh I, I can't stand more- glam. Yeah. Okay, maybe,
0: but for her to just be like, I don't know where this is coming from, like. I like
1: pickup trucks. You guys, (laughs) like, I don't understand. Well, and I I don't necessarily. Because we always joke, we wonder if, like, she maybe, like, plays on both teams. Right. I wouldn't necessarily call it a pick me comment because I don't. I unfortunately am conflicted with heterosexual (laughs) tendencies. Yeah. I don't know if the pick me-ness. Exists in the queer spectrum because it seems like a very straight people thing to do to like be like well yeah and this is like like a relationship yeah yeah. Yeah. forces you know yeah that's kind of how it was coming off but then that's the tone Kendall also comes off very like maybe doesn't even like guys like I don't know so that like I said that's why I didn't read too much into it I felt like Kendall just
0: she needs to be specific
1: she's out of touch more than she has like an air of like. Resent and towards them, I think she just lives in her little world that makes her tick. Like, if, if it makes her feel better that she's out of the bubble. Well, sure. to your point with her in interviews, I mean, even
0: at the reunion, I call it reunion, but that thing they had at the end of the Keeping Up with Andy she went on a tangent about how, oh, I took my last name off of all the documents because I wanted to audition and get these know, jobs myself. Babies. It's <laughs> like, girl, you are on a nationally televised reality show. You don't even need to put the name on there. So she says things where she's like, I have just had to separate myself. Or there yeah. was one other comment she, or I remember she was in hot water because she was talking about. Her anxiety and how like she just won't take certain jobs if she's not feeling. And other models were coming out with like, Like, "Do yourself." Do that, but like we have to take what jobs we can get. Yeah, Yeah. so she's always to your point that you made earlier. Foot in the mouth, like
1: just get people to tell you what to say, or don't take (laughs) these interviews. Like, right, right. Like if Lana Del Rey said something like that, we just like, all right, whatever. Like (laughs) there's some celebrities that give off this sense of like complete aloof. Out of the out of touch with reality, like whatever, and it's just kind of like okay, yeah. So this like need to feel like they need to defend themselves. Yeah, in situations yes. Like Kendall, in this case, it's Kendall defending herself that she's like maybe more normal because she's more of a Jenner, but it's also like this entire family exists because of the like combining of the Jenner. I was just gonna say, like, newsflash:
0: they are not normal either. So
1: well, it wasn't. It's been a long time, but wasn't the, like, uh-huh. Calaba- Kings of Calabasas or whatever, the, like, show that Brody was on? That was before.
0: Brody's been in this him. game
1: before the Kardashians. Yeah. And, was like, in the Hills. Bro- what was
0: that uh, show he had where he had to, like, find his best friend? Romance? or Romance. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: he was, there was, like, this one that was, like, a Netflix oh baby show. that it was, like, the Sons of Beverly Hills or something. And him and his brother were on it. And I'm, fa- I'm fairly certain... It was before Keeping Up with the credit. Absolutely. It was definitely before because I think they tried They tried to
0: use Brody. They used Brody a bit in the earlier episodes. because yeah, he so was you, already
1: had that, like, traction. Yeah. As Remember, people knew him as, like, friends with other celebrities. Linda, his mom, was already fairly famous. Because he was with Miss uh, David Foster at the time. I yeah, think the show you're C- talking about. Caitlin, right? uh, people forget, like, Caitlyn was an Olympic athlete that people thought of like the pinnacle of attractiveness. Like, Caitlin was like athletic. fucking LeBron in like the oh, eighties. Sure. Like, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Like even if Kendall wants us to feel like she fought for it on her own, it's like, girl, it's okay. It like, is really you okay. have Excellent genes given to you because famous people generally have what is societally considered better features. Yeah, know? yeah. So, I know what you're trying to say. Cultura- both, culturally both more beautiful acceptable. people. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it, their beauty is benefited by like having some money to do a couple tweaks here and there. Like you're Caitlin's literally a Olympic athlete that was considered very attractive their entire like career. And
0: very famous. We have like very she's,
1: on a, she's on a Wheaties box, box for Gus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what are you trying to of, say? Like, athleticness athleticism and like attractiveness, like all the traditional features yeah. and, and white Chris Let's not forget. Like, yeah I like-. think is like a very good looking woman. She'd already kind of had this like reputation of being kind of like a housewife of the l a scene. like yeah, those people coming together they're gonna produce some like good looking offspring. And, well, they're, and they're also in the she, cultural zeitgeist exactly it,
0: exactly it's fine use it's it really okay like i haven't i do not expect nor do i want northwest when she's like 20 to be like i got it from the gutter like <laughs> got it from the mud just hard so work hard. that's a hard well, work
1: here we always tease sometimes that kendall can be kind of like blah, with her like walk and her her campaigns but i actually think that has a lot more to do with the fact that like people just don't tell her to be better or like she she doesn't have this whole family does not have people in their corner that are like challenging them
0: or like here's that she can do better. Yeah.
1: Kendall, even in her most boringness, like again, like I said, Kendall was given like top-tier DNA. She has mm-hmm. the perfect body for modeling. Mm-hmm. Conventional modeling. Again, this mm-hmm. I'm not saying I agree with any of this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. way that the modeling world has functioned for exactly however amount of time. Kendall has a great body for it. Or great, again, sounds like I'm agreeing with it. Whatever. She's a great
0: fit for high fashion models. Her
1: body fits the bill. Exactly. Her face is very, she's always been very, like, normally, like, again, conventionally attractive. I think as she's gotten older, she's figured out, like, better ways to style herself and had a few injections here and there. Mm -hmm. She's great. But then, yeah, she's maybe not the most compelling person because, you already know who she is. You're already annoyed by her family. She's <laughs> over here complaining about doing too many shows and doesn't <laughs> want to be told that she's got handed this job. It's like, that's part of the reason that so many models that are interesting are interesting is because they're different or they're edgy. Or it's like Bella Hadid who's like, yeah, uh, I'm a Nepo baby, but whatever.
0: Yeah, Bella having Hadid. Have a nice time. time fuck. Yeah, you I'm know? having a nice time. I just fucked the weekend last week, so it's, it's yeah. totally cool with
1: me. God, able abel sounds bad and honestly i've always said he was he always has made me very uncomfortable oh abel's dark for so, sure so people who are acting surprised about all of this stuff with the idol
0: abel is definitely having models do lines of cocaine off his dick
1: yeah like and putting like cocaine the in news, their ass and all that i mean Gable is literal <laughs> lines from the show where people are like don't conflate him with his character the lines he's saying in the show that he co-produced and literally rejiggered and stole from the person who wrote the first version of it have been lyrics in songs <laughs> that have already been out. Like if a few you, have, you I- are going to conflate him with his character, because he's already been like this, and he's he's just I w- I don't even want him to give him too much credit for being like a weirdo because I think he wants to believe yeah. he's an edgy weirdo so bad. It's giving dork. Like, it's giving kid <laughs> in high school drama who wears a trench coat and, like, I'm mysterious.
0: Yeah, it's somebody trying to reinvent themselves. To get, maybe they weren't that cool, quote-unquote, when they were in school. And now they're like, it's time to reinvent him, myself. Him like, and
1: Audrey, again, this is why we're using their legal names. Both of them think that they're way cooler than they are. And we liked it better when they were just giving us some bops that we could listen to. At the bar at brunch.
0: I mean, Abel Weekend. He's been dark for a while. Like his mixtapes used to be really dark. He makes good music. I'm not gonna front, but he should not act. That is not his calling.
1: Like so bad. And his, him and
0: Harry Styles don't need to act. It just or
1: maybe get acting coaches and whatever, but like it, you don't have to. Well, act. and at least like I feel like at least with someone like Harry Styles, again, I, I agree. let's not it's a movie. It's a, a movie. the movies that it are the movies feels like a Chris movie. Pine is like crawling out of his skin <laughs> next to him. and Chris Pine is a great example of a nepo baby at peace with being a nepo baby and also has the resume to show that he's an enter- entertaining person to watch <laughs> but Harry Styles over there okay let's not think he's like an Oscar worthy actor is there times where he could just be in a movie and it might benefit it sure great But in his like persona outside of that, like just a normal like the person that's Harry Styles when he's not performing, mildly entertaining, funny enough on like Saturday Night Live or something. The weekend, it's like he's been so weird with all this like promotion of the idol, just like showing his ass. It's like you could have just been like, this was a vanity project. Uh, I'm gonna Yeah, he definitely is like out. It's just like he's being like combative He's and like,
0: shocked and appalled that no one thinks he's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio Like he is watch just
1: what you're watching? He is
0: devastated that he's like you guys have the
1: problem, not Yeah, me. and like we already knew that Sam Levison was like that because he's always been like that with euphoria like getting men You hear so much less from Lily Rose because I feel like she's like whatever like, I'll be fine after this. Like, she's got other gigs. Well, she's an Apple baby. So she's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm just
0: doing this for fun. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> and she is dating 070 Shake. Yeah. so that's which like, nobody feels, I feel like either nobody knows or nobody cares. I, mean, I feel like I'm the only one that gives a fuck. Because I'm like, oh, she's dating 070 Shake, which, which was one of Kanye's. I'm not going to call her Kanye's artist, but I think Kanye took an yeah. interest. I um, definitely feel like it's this
1: rise of really hot ladies realizing they could date like a cool lesbian musician mm-hmm. thought lily rose we had Chriselle from selling sunset mm-hmm. and now there's rumors that Kyle Richards from yes. the hot is dating um that one country singer girl yeah I saw that it's and, very remember when Kim Zolziak yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> Zolz did that
0: yeah Kim Zolzia date that DJ <laughs> Lindsay Lowe has dip the toe Lindsay Lawrence,
1: Samantha Ronson. Like it's a trend. And also, I don't even care if it's like for if people like say it's like to be edgy or like get headlines. Really hot women finding that they're unsatisfied with their male partners and dating uh lesbian rappers. I, let's we see all that. deserve a break from men. Let's so I that.
0: I support to me. I support I support <laughs> that. Also oh seven so no shake, shake is on the Beyonce slash Lion King soundtrack. Just in case, I'm just trying to throw some stuff. That's at right. You guys. That's right. She, I like her. I like her music. She used to date kaylani Oh yes. But lesbians, and don't take offense if you're lesbians, but you guys move
1: fast. I yeah. think gays in general, but lesbians, you bitches move hey, so fast. I understand? I would say at best from meme culture, but even some of the lesbians that I know, I've heard this. Repeated. I wouldn't necessarily make the joke. It's like in Mean Girls, we're like, I can say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. Too gay to function. <laughs> yeah. uh But yeah, I'm good for them.
0: Yeah. It's like they, but I mean, just run far away from that show. And, and- I mean, lesbians, and then you throw in studs. I feel like they move even faster. It's like, <laughs> I like well, didn't you just get out of a five-year relationship yesterday? And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving in with this new girl, and we're going to make this
1: work. It is crazy. Um Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie and I always say that on that note. I'm not heterosexual by choice. Not by
0: I, I You think I choose this life? Sometimes I'm fighting for choice. my life over here. You're just. You can't help it. I'm struggling. Place. I have half half a notebook. You hear that? Half a <laughs> notebook about someone I've never even dated. Like, what is life? <gasps> anyway, it's all good. Um, okay, you want to dive into this
1: Yes, especially because to our listeners, Natalie has her, like, Nori stuff pulled up and just looking at this horrible phase of Kim's hair we had to deal with with the grown out bleach. Oh, no. Especially this episode, we got to see all the, like, chunks of the extension. We need, we're going to talk about that. Because what the fuck was Chris doing? And I'm just like, why? I was like... Is he gluing the hair to your head? Like, what is going on? It was so strange. And I, we've mentioned it in previous pods, like this time frame when he was doing this for Kim and when she did the Marilyn Monroe and stuff. That's when he was also working for J-Lo and she was like getting back together with Ben Affleck and like. She was looking on point all the time. It's like, we know what you can do, Chris. So either you hate Kim or Kim doesn't listen to directions. Right. Just do what she says. Because <laughs> I this is you blind. know Jayla would be like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Jayla's like, are Have
0: you glued to like- my head, honey? Oh, sweetie, no. Oh, what? You want me to wear a wig with my roots black and the rest bleached?
1: Yeah, no, I'm not doing that either. Like, oh, the internet tracking says that people aren't feeling this look. Fix it <laughs> like she just that. Oh, god, I'm
0: so glad we're we've passed this blonde wig phase, but I mean, <laughs> oh, whatever. So, anyway, so surprise, surprise, we are still in Milan. It is now the night before the Dol- Dolce and show. Um, Kim is in the room with North and the, the wags and Tracy. So, they basically are talking, and Tracy just happens to bring up that Chloe.
1: right after kim slides with the script
0: exactly
1: (laughs) off camera kim (laughs) slides tracy (laughs) while
0: the producers are holding the cue cards in the back ask her about this um so basically chloe met this hot guy in the elevator and he just happened to be right next to her and the girls thought it was fate i thought it was interesting that she's like i just said hey daddy to him i'm just like okay um it's so easy to get a guy. I couldn't imagine being rich and like really, really good looking with like the glam and stuff. If I was Chloe, I would just straight up be like, what are you doing tonight? Like what's, when are we hooking up? But what is this? Hey daddy being coy shit. And then you find out he's st- staying right next to you going for the kill. Well, and the, this
1: again, I, I the pick of trying to like make it this whole rigmarole. Like I'm shy. I'm nervous. Oh my gosh. Like, when, for one, you're filming a t- TV show, as Natalie stated, you're an, a good-looking woman. You don't even have to be good-looking for a man to hit on you. Period. She used to be, like, breathing. But, like, you're <laughs> a good-looking woman. You have status. You have access. You have money. Why do you think Tristan cheated on you so many times? Because he wanted to, like, get in with your family so he could maintain status because he's not good enough at basketball to do it on his own. Nonetheless... And then you find out that the guy is, like, the face of Dolce or whatever. None of this is believable. When the (laughs) pictures came out at the time in real time, again, which was, like, a thousand years ago because they cannot figure out how to, like, turn these episodes out faster, no one thought they were actually dating. Everybody right off the bat was like, this is dumb. (laughs)
0: i think we were so, excited for her
1: backstory it's just like please like, i
0: think we were excited at least me i'll speak for myself that she was getting some male attention yeah. period but also it's male like, attention that wasn't
1: insulting a- though that yeah. it was like felt so like set up i'm like can we show some genuine like moments where chloe's getting attention because yeah. she should yeah, I, I, period. I'm, that's
0: why I was like, I don't know why you're acting like you're some gremlin that lives under a bridge. Like,
1: you can easily pull somebody. Like, we In don't the have to ego do ego of like Kim, and with, that's like a central theme of this episode. The ego that it has to be like Kim orchestrated it, or like, mm-hmm. I want to put the feelings out for Chloe. Like, how embarrassing for Chloe. And also, Chloe, <laughs> pick yourself up. Why do you keep like, S- sweetening up to kim's plots and like uh, uh, placating kim constantly she's like embarrassing you this entire episode like, like stand up K- stand up chloe chloe <laughs> you have the body kim thinks she has
2: mm-hmm.
1: you are funny people liked you for a really long time before the whole tristiness of it all like why are you letting her use you for this horrible fake storyline and then embarrass you to make it seem like it's a prank
0: yeah, then pranked her. So she, like, pranked her, like, twice, technically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, then Michelle Monroe, Monroe thinks you're cute, cute enough. But, like, Kim I'd, Kim, I'd be like, are you embarrassing me on this TV show that will live on forever? Like, this is kind of fucked up now that we talk about it.
0: Right. So Tracy's told Chloe, oh, you should invite him to the Dulce Gabon after party. North, being the fucking icon that she is, was like, fuck that. Let's really just.
1: the of this episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fuck that let's just prank her this guy like let's just let's just be cruel at this
1: point <laughs> which yes, i didn't think that i didn't know the guy was straight when he was on that show but, no no no
0: this one is the guy that was next to her in the room it's oh, two different oh, okay. guys
1: not the other guy okay yeah, see, I'm, yeah. I'm conflating them already yeah yeah
0: Th- it's the guy from the hotel room
1: that's how insane this episode which is it makes is it fun.
0: extra mean when you break it down like that that's <laughs> two people that they have made person
1: is just like Ugh. yeah two people
0: they may think made her think like her. So they just write the note, you know, if you want to go on a date, knock two times, and they put it on her door and then ran away. Um, Shout out to Norris for that idea. That is really good stuff. I I truly
1: hope Chloe was just a good sport in this and knew of of the premise all along. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah.
0: Because, well, her in the later in the episode retelling the story, and it's like, you didn't know a grown man didn't write that note.
1: Yeah. She's like, (laughs) my... And like I get them trying to be like, isn't it funny for her to like reflect and be like, my fucking niece wrote this. Yeah. I'm like, maybe she just was in on the plot the whole time. But then it's, like, Chloe, why are you do- why are you letting them do this to you? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's that- almost like Kim's like, we gotta, we need more content. Paxi says we need more content. Before, honestly, <laughs> we know that Lamar did a number on Chloe. But before Tristan, Chloe was getting hit up way more than the rest of them. Yeah, she was outside because again like i said people thought she was funny she seemed like the truth speaker of the family she's very good looking like even knowing she has this complex that she's not like she was the one that the celebrity folk didn't mind hooking up with cuz you could still again get invited to christmas christmas party get the buzz but like not all
0: the package <laughs> Well, it's like, I mean, I brought it up a couple episodes ago, but that is why Kim was losing her fucking mind at Chloe's wedding with Lamar. Oh, I wouldn't marry, never marry one this tall. Oh, how can you marry someone this quickly? Oh, I'll try on your wedding dress, mom. I think at one point she even screamed out, it should have been me. (laughs) Like, she was losing her fucking mind at this wedding.
1: That's why it's like Chloe, Chloe, you're... Where, how did we get here? How did we get here? How did we get here? This weird martyr like syndrome that you have, and like, woe is you. I do get the like black sheepness feeling that she's always had, and like, yeah, the body issues that she had because she felt like bigger than her sisters, or whatever. That all makes sense. I get that. But then, none of that like makes sense to how did we get to this point where she's like not willing to be like jokey or like hard on anyone's like significant others being dumbasses her including her own like the like i don't know the -the off-the-cupness that chloe used to have
0: yeah she tristan killed a little bit of
1: that it's it's coming back but it is just kind of like i don't know tainted a little bit by the way that you see how her react around kim just kind of like constantly like taking kim's lead where it's like kim should be asking all of you to like give her some credibility now yeah we're bored
0: um so back in calabasas travis i'm sure i got his name travis was opening his vegan I I to see the pictures that are <laughs> popping up on my screen
1: Oh my god,
0: yeah. <laughs> subscribe to my s- Substack and you'll
1: see. Oh you can- I was gonna say this at the end, but yeah, I'll plug yeah. it too. I didn't realize the Nori ones were on Substack. I'm such mm-hmm. I'm such a spaz. I, I like just read like your captions on Instagram, not realizing there's a way to pay you for your content. Yeah, so everyone subscribe to Nori's Black Book on subs tech so Only nine dollars a month properly compensated <laughs> I, didn't, I was gonna do it right before this but then I couldn't find my wallet but I'll okay. do it after and you all should too
0: yeah cancel anytime as they say but yeah so you can read that the pictures I I really choose I pictures tried. to tell the story <laughs> so I'm trying to scroll so you don't see like the joke so you're not as surprised but, <laughs> That's
1: it. That's yeah it. I was
0: like, uh, what? So we're laughing because at the restaurant, Rain just had to cut the ribbon. And this kid with scissors is just my worst fucking nightmare. Like even the look on his face. And then if you noticed when you, if you watch it, I couldn't capture it because it happened so fast. After he cuts the ribbon, he kind of like pretends to cut the mayor's dress a little bit. Like he's like, and it's like, oh my God, someone take those scissors from him.
1: Um, so but this one, the, the age he is or whatever. I don't know if it's the age or the haircut, but he looks so much like the actor that played Anakin in the first yes. Star Wars, yeah. and who was literally like the most annoying character, <laughs> the most annoying casting. And all, me and my brother were like dar- diehard Star Wars nerds. And we just like, don't talk about episode one because it's so bad. And he like, why it he vanished. yeah, he, because he was so bad. <laughs> yeah. and, like, I don't know if that was bad direction. I don't think George Lucas should have been writing dialogue. You think, you I kept getting thrown that. off that like, I'm like, so wait, him and Natalie Portman like get yeah. married. And he's like, like talks like, <laughs> Natalie was saying this before we started. It's like, Reigns eight and acts like a toddler. And that's how I always felt about the Anakin Skywalker kid. Yeah. He would talk. But then we're supposed to be like old enough to be like flying these ships and like <laughs> getting Natalie Portman to fall in love with them. I was like, who who's directing this? It's not landing. I think he was I'm even just, I think he was so even running. missing like teeth and stuff. And he'd be like, Oh cool, that's so right. Oh, <laughs> light up my machine. Like I yeah. can't even believe it was a dialogue because that the that, like <laughs> I said, episode <laughs> one doesn't exist in my mind. Like yeah, canon, whatever we needed to know to get to the next ones, fine. All. <laughs> Sparks <laughs> notes, but I can never, I can watch that movie like once every decade at best. Right, I think I saw it one time in theater and never looked back. I was like, alright, enough <laughs> of now, that. I'm like, maybe that's why rain bugs me so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> an Anakin- <laughs> right. He went from Sid
0: to Anakin Skywalker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so at the, so the producer,
0: Courtney's doing her interview and she's like, yeah, it's me, Travis, Alabama, better than friends, even though I'm like, say fucking Carl's name. But Carl was at this dinner, of course. Some
1: respect on Carl's name. Some respect on Carl's name. Uh, t- Tatiana can be Travis's daughter. Full stop, no explanation. Yeah. Then I think Carl can get looped in a little bit closer. Looking okay, goddamn Carl. Friend of the uh, family. Like, how do they do it on Real Housewives? Friend yeah, of,
0: friend of the family.
1: Carl is my little Chiron that says his name.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Who so disrespectful? But the producer noted that Auntie, like, oh sorry, I'm like reading my article. Uh,
1: <laughs> the producer
0: told Courtney, your family's not there. And I, I and Courtney was like, That is my family real like snarky
1: which i kind of enjoyed i have to appreciate it from I her i kind of loved it <laughs> i felt like the producer was trying to catch her in some like yeah mm-hmm. and the way that she answered it was pointed maybe even a little shady but she wasn't wrong she didn't yeah. like that's my real family or yeah they're the people i cared about most she didn't elaborate she yeah. literally said that is my family." And they are her family.
0: Literal. That's her literal immediate family. Her husband, her kids. Like, and
1: she just the way that she said it the 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 quickness of her response and the tone said volumes. Yeah, but she didn't say anything that shady. She just said the truth.
0: And I kind of like that for her as a Kardashian woman because I think the issue with a lot of the the sisters relationships specifically, and this is no shade to Chris, but Chris is way too involved. Like they, like, they had, like, for example, let's even take Kim, for example, Kim was married to Kanye. They have three, four kids together. That is a family, but I think it was too much of Kim still trying to be an immediate family with her sisters and mom and stuff. And it's like, you need to learn that your husband and your kids are your family,
1: <laughs> well, and then there's the flip side of it where you have someone like Tristan who just like donated some sperm a couple times, <laughs> gets they're at his basketball game, mm-hmm. not even with Chloe, like so Tristan's family, but yeah, like, it makes no Travis, sense. who she's actually married to, right. The children that they share, it's an event for Travis. It's not even an event for Courtney. This person, this producer, who's been told by I'm sure Chris or whoever to stir the pot. It's like, yeah, that is our family. Like, do we need to make it weird? Right. And, and I, I think courtney didn't really take the bait. I bet yeah. she, at the same time, she gave enough that the bait was acknowledged. Exactly. Like, like, it was what are you doing. Yeah. This is my family. She popped the producer on the
0: hand like, yeah. uh, 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 this is my family. And I think let, that's the benefit.
1: They're not here. Let that speak for itself.
0: <laughs> that I won't say benefit. That is a poignant thing with this family. If they get with a man that has a family and has like a strong foundation, it's a whole different ballgame. I think that's why Travis Scott, I mean- The little we know about Travis Scott, but the fact that he came from a two-parent
1: household. He has brothers and sisters. He has a family. He was never gonna do when they can't like take in a little orphan and like make it all about them. And like, and then you mix with the fact that like Travis already had like a pretty well known career. Yeah. Especially for like the demographic that likes the Kardashians or like millennial like age group. Then you throw on top of it, this was probably salt directly in every paper cut all over Kim's body, (laughs) that Blink-182 decided to go back on tour and, like, reunite with Tom DeLonge, which has, like, been, like, a pipe dream of people for years. Like, he's not just, like, had a good career. He's now and like this renaissance period <laughs> of his career. Well, he's not like the typical basketball player where you're only really,
0: unless you're LeBron or something, you're only really hot while you're playing. Yeah. And after you're playing, people are like, oh yeah, I used to play for the Lakers. Like there's no real, the hype dies tremendously yeah. after you leave the league. And unless Travis you're like Kobe. keeps
1: his hands in like all kinds, even yes. more so than Mark. Yeah. And Tom has his own weird falling because he's obsessed with aliens. But like yeah. Travis is the one who stays booked and busy and yeah. he's constantly working with up and coming artists that are like on the rise so he's like but he doesn't like speak or do anything flashy he's he's, he just does his job and goes home and like, you can like, tell he, that this must <laughs> drives someone like him who may or may not have hooked up with them once They're Definitely did. We can, I'm, not even, to I'm not even saying allegedly we've heard it from too many people I think there's a reason why such clash with these two yeah but yeah it's like even on face value like courtney being with someone where it's going well and she's happy and it's being received well by like the public has to bug kim and chris and everyone involved enough and then you mix with it that like his stars on the rise Again, probably not chris and- that's probably the one person yeah.
0: over there that's like
1: maybe him and kim had some history you know it's like all of it is just Driving them all nuts. So that's all the more reason for Courtney to just be like, "Let it speak for the, itself." Yeah, this just is my take family. From it as you will. Yeah.
0: Period. I don't. I don't know here. what who you guys here? consider family <laughs> yeah. or what you think happened Courtney when you married someone. My family was but... here.
1: Yeah. So my family here was here. are my family. You what, can deduce who wasn't here and decide uh what that means.
0: Right. I didn't say it. <laughs> Um, the next thing I usually wouldn't talk about, but again, it's so disturbing. <laughs> we have to speak on it. Courtney turns to Rain and inquires about him eating crowns at school. And Rain's face was like, what? I don't know. It's, it, it's like something Scott would probably do if he was getting ready to lie. Like you can just see Rain's face. Like I'm about to fucking lie. Like no way I'm owning up to this. So then she's like, He's like, No, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? And then Courtney goes, Well, what is your teacher talking about? Your teacher says you're eating crowns. And that's when Rain, like, just was like, Oh, she's a fucking liar. Like, I know he went to say <laughs> that bird is lie. a liar. Right? She's a liar. I get uncomfortable when kids use the word liar because I wasn't allowed to say it growing up. It was like a bad word for kids. So I was like, Oh my god, like I felt that in my chest.
1: And can you imagine being Rain's teacher watching this? <laughs> well, and Doth. Protest too much could be like the new tagline of this podcast. <laughs> this whole family is like conflicted by this. The first thing you do is say the other person's a liar. That's the first thing to give away. Come on, Rain. Right? <laughs> like that's the first defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids learn it as a way to get out of being in trouble. Adults use it to gaslight <laughs> their spouses they're cheating on. Like whatever. That's like that. It's just such a cliche thing to say like immediately she's lying
0: she's lying
1: and so well, my- like well I, I don't know like I've thought about what color things. were these it's crayons I like, was <laughs> like I don't know like am I not supposed to eat crayons <laughs> I tried something crayons is that wrong so I, no <laughs>
0: Not a deal. Is that not allowed? Like, I saw nothing in the handbook about not being able to crown. So, what are we fucking talking about right now? Like,
1: I was uh, joking with my sister in law. So, my niece is like three, mm-hmm. and she got to this dinner we had for my mom, and her dress was like covered in like paint because they'd been doing like crafts or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so we have to put on your know, party dress. So, my niece just like rips off the dress and is wearing like bike shorts underneath uh, mm-hmm. and puts on the clean dress and i was <laughs> i was like laughing cuz i told my sister-in-law my sister my brother and i all did had to do an extra kindergarten which they don't do anymore it was it's mm-hmm. called transitional kindergarten we all had to do it for different reasons <laughs> my reason was that i'd been really obsessed with ballerinas mm-hmm. and wanted to become a ballerina when i grew up so you're like, like fuck a- school so I would always wear tights and a leotard under all my clothes mm-hmm. and then when I would get to school and it'd be like free play time or whatever mm-hmm. people would get to play house there'd be like a little makeshift kitchen or whatever I would take all my clothes off until I was in my leotard and put on a ballet performance and it was one of those things that the kindergarten yeah. teacher like brought up to my mom that like maybe I wasn't like developmentally ready for <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, and that's such bullshit because you have such a great bullshit. imagination and zest for life there's gotta be something wrong with
1: her. well and like th- i was ahead like i, I turned up fine everybody it was long story short i'm <laughs> eccentric and weird probably had some mental illnesses that should have been addressed earlier but yes i made it and then in like second grade they're like oh you're like surpassing all your tests like you can Skip back up, and I was like, "No, now I have friends. Like, why would I do that? Like, it was not good for a child." <laughs> right, you're like, "I'm good now. I've been doing
0: this thing like, for like three years, and now you're like."
1: like hey. I was like, "Don't worry, she's fine. I turned out <laughs> fine. I also chewed on crayons, Rain. I occasionally tested out the glue to see how it tasted. <laughs>
0: like, I mean, Rain's a kid, and I mean, it's very scary child, but a child nonetheless. But my old fi- my only critique of him is that you're eight. I feel like eight is pretty old you said some time <laughs>
1: just to, ah, well and again like kids learn lying as a defense mechanism but like your parents should be more concerned if you lie or you are accusing other people of lying right like, it would be much less terrifying you was just like yeah i ate some crayons it tasted good yeah. <laughs> like well rain you're not supposed to eat the crayons
0: You're a liar. It just, I had like PTSD (laughs) from that time. He had that like situation with a nanny and the nanny had to call him a liar. (laughs) Remember the nanny was like, when when Courtney did her like, (laughs) her blackface voice when she was like, and he was like, boy, you're a liar. Remember when she did that voice? And I was like, so this nanny is black.
1: (laughs) Got it. Uh, (laughs) She was like,
0: Boy, version the whole neck thing? I was like, oh my God.
1: And I wondered to again add, you know, racist undertones to this, thinking that maybe that nanny was lying for other reasons. But then you also their detachment from reality because they're so wealthy and they probably to be fair, they probably do get taken advantage of in situations here and there that their first instinct would be that like maybe a caretaker was lying. Yeah, to try to like make a story or extort them or something. It's like, or you could just be like, assess: is my kid like not good at listening to directions? Like, is my kid? Does my kid have good like reasoning skills? Like, <laughs> yeah. don't try to stab the mayor with scissors. Like, <laughs> yeah, ask I was like that. Uh... The first thing is like, well, maybe that caretaker of children is lying.
0: Yeah, or maybe ask
1: yourself. Do
0: I know Rain? <laughs> like
1: maybe you should probably looks like a crayon eater. Yeah, he looks like a crayon eater. <laughs> she
0: was I like, was well, a crane eater. Like I can
1: see about. a crayon eater from one crayon eater from un- to another. <laughs> I can sense it when you're a little, you're a little off the cuff. You're a little, little zany. That's I just thing, think you learn how to not lie and or stab you know public leadership with scissors. H is too old to be eating fucking crowns. And I think he's been eating. A, the, can you imagine the amount of crowns he's been eating for the yeah. teacher to call? Like for the
0: exactly. teacher. Like, teachers don't usually have to call parents. Every
1: kid eat crayons. Yeah. But like, <laughs> if they're calling, it's like, okay, he's like. He's not. I think my biggest, my bet, hunch is that it's that he's not letting people tell him not to eat their crayons. <laughs> like one like, kid might nibble crawling, on him, maybe? they're curious. It's like the, yeah. the thrill of the bad. But then a teacher's like, no, no, we're not supposed to eat the crayons. Oh, okay, teacher. Rain's probably like, fuck you, yeah, and throws the crayon at the teacher's it's head. probably
0: like fall from
1: home and
0: growling at other kids. Yeah. I don't I do what like, I want. Eating a 36 pack of crowns per week. And she's like, look, bitch, like, I have to replace these crowns every time yeah. your kid <laughs> devours a pack of crowns. Like, what are we going to, what's the solution here? Like if you're a teacher, especially, you're not gonna call a pa- a house your parents just because you the kid was even crying. Yeah, whatever. But if it's excessive in the way we think it is, good God! Um, shout out to Rain's teacher. I know that was a rough year. <laughs> she yeah. probably just passed him I to bet get him out. Too,
1: like, can cons- I? Hopefully, this means she's being well paid. But I've heard that sometimes private schools pay even less than public schools. Mm-hmm. But because of like the trajectory that you could like eventually become like a you know a tutor or something yeah. or like have good benefits rain's not the only kid she's having to teach that has like wealthy parents oh absolutely she can't like complain too much you know yes.
0: like, if i just goes <laughs> home and tells like her husband like fucking rain you won't believe
1: he fucking ate fighter. all
0: the he ate all every student's red crown he ate it today
1: <laughs> like <laughs> to do <laughs> he was a poor uh, an average child or a poor child in a public school he would be that kid that has like silver teeth mm-hmm, and fights and bites
0: and then like they put bad kids in those like special need classes when they're not necessarily like kind of like you like holding you back for being a ballerina is crazy because it has nothing <laughs> to do with like your ability to learn and you know all that stuff so, yeah, that would be him for sure. But, again, I
1: can't you just. When like- I say that, I say that as someone from a family of public educators. Natalie's yeah. mom was a public educator as well. Also grew up poor. It's not a bad thing to be the kid with the silver teeth. It's really you not. you know that kid. You know, everyone knows that
0: Everyone has a cousin, friend, sibling that is, had silver teeth. Um you know, a biter and a biter. I still maintain that Rain is one of the cutest Kardashian jenner kids. I'm just yeah. terrified of him.
1: He's like scary. I think he's that about cute all scary. of them, to be honest. I do
0: too. I really
1: probably I, the one I'm the least afraid of. You say Dream?
0: P no Penelope. Oh, no, Dream is Dream is the only one oh, that yeah. I that's true. Dream
1: is feel comfortable enough. around. I I feel like she's enough removed from a lot of the weirdness. One because Rob is literally. A shut in, but also she gets the influence of China, and I feel like that's a whole other podcast for another day. Right, right. I was going to say different. she's a little it's bit more subdued. <laughs> she's more
0: subdued. Not saying it's a good subdued, but she's yeah. a little more
1: subdued than the other kids. The yeah. other kids have so much she's fucking at least energy. An influence from someone else. Yeah, I just get the sense that every single grandchild in this family never gets told no. Or not yeah. even just no, just never gets told anything. Sit they just the hell let down, like <laughs> do whatever the hell they were gonna do. Yeah, they they've never get got told Kim sit your ass like, down. Sit your ass North. down. I feel like Kim literally begs North to like tell her what to do. Like I feel like Kim's like please, North. I I, I,
0: I too thought like to her kind of being excited about North's idea was a little quick. I was like oh. You think this ten year old just has the or nine at the time, right? Or
1: it's nine? No, like my mom is my little puppet. So <laughs> if she sees the opportunity, she takes it. But yeah. I said this earlier in. The, I must was it last episode where she was doing the FX makeup? I get the sense that Kim like goes to her and be like, "What kind of funny thing do you want to do this episode?" Yeah, I'm. I'm the like, fart. Okay. It's <laughs> definitely like. North, I would love it. If you have the time. No worries if not, but like North, I was thinking just hear me out. I have a couple ideas of storyboarded. I just love it if you could consider this idea. Feel free to alter, take notes, change it the way that you want, but like it would mean everything to me if you could like humor me in this episode. Great.
0: Northy, just want to bounce some North ideas like, off of
1: you. Let me see if I can pencil you in.
0: Yeah, North could spare wanna like, like one
1: on and then I'm going to embarrass the shit out of Aunt Chloe. <laughs> yeah,
0: one scene. She's like, you get one scene out of me this episode. I'm going to bed. <laughs> um. So Travis is planning a, val- a... It's an anniversary of getting engaged surprise. Like, it's not a real, like, anniversary. It sounded like... It sounded like just anniversary of engagement. So
1: whatever. Their whole timeline was so weird. Yeah. Was, like, they were doing all this stuff. And, like, it kept changing. And then they were married, but they weren't married. Like, like even... Yeah. This- just, like... Speaking of
0: keeping up the continuity, I believe this opening happened before Milan. Even like they're kind of making it seem like, oh well, then that, and this she's doing this in California. But I think well, it's this like she was busy and didn't want to come to your stupid show. Because this, I think this happened like February. Like it, it, I don't think it was the same time. It, regardless, whatever it doesn't even matter. This was the least interesting. This anyway. Uh, so back in Milan, I'm just going to skip to it. She did the show. I'm not going to talk about like this weird moment when, I guess I am talking about it, but anyway, this weird moment when Domenico gives Kim a, like, necklace. I thought that was weird timing because it's, oh, it's so crazy backstage and all the looks are still coming together, and then they just kind of, like, walk off into a room and do this, like, necklace ceremony, and I'm, like, this couldn't wait till, like, after the show.
1: Kim loves these guys because they are also egomaniacs. Mm -hmm extremely advantageous and seeking out opportunities they love feeling like the gifters or like I gave you this thing like way overdoing it and Kim of course as per usual had some made up story about how special cross necklaces are to her (laughs) and they got stolen in the Paris robbery it was like those are peas in a pod She's like, like, my first purchase Was a Dolce & Gabbana cross necklace It's like, what a fucking coincidence You have a story for this Kim is on The descendants of my last nerves That died (laughs) 10 years ago But the true villains In all Absolutely Absolutely. These two guys Domenico and what's the other guy's name I don't even know I don't commit them to memory Because for one, Kim no one cares about Dolce & Gumbana anymore. I mean, no one. I'm sure, obviously, they have a following of, like, elderly, rich ladies. But they've already been, like, granted, they had their heyday. We get that. The whole 90s thing. But they are not currently, like, the it thing. They also have some very problematic views. We've said it before. Blah, blah, blah. So the way that they were talking this whole episode as if it was, like, earth-shattering... I'm like you yeah. have to see, this is a fashion house that is trying to get back into like the realm of relevancy.
0: Yeah, it was They're Domenico. Using
1: You're using them. Everyone's using each other.
0: Exactly. Everyone it's Domenico and Stefano. Before I lose it, I'll oh just yeah. Say. yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just like I mean, there's been so many times that Stefano said throughout this five episode arc we've never done this before we've never let anyone collaborate with us before oh we, I'm thinking you still have not no clothes were really being made you just took stuff you've already had and well, like who's was buying this shit and put a cross necklace on it I just like I think watching it too again I feel like this is one of those moments that we get from Kim that, that it was really just for her and we were spectators <laughs> like I don't think she expects us as viewers fans whoever to be into this because I was watching it thinking this is fucking
1: ridiculous like i didn't i'm like this is so much chaos and work for nothing well and i said this last week before we actually kind of got to see more of like what was going on with kim and courtney Mm -hmm. but the whole like and this evolves over the rest of the episode but like this assertion that like courtney was looking into all this shit for her wedding and pulling the 90s stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And then Kim jumped on that train. If you think about it, like, I don't think this family has ever, like, not necessarily been into Dolce & Gabbana. And you know that Chris and Corey are, like, all over it. And Kim's worn them before. It's fine. It's splitting hairs. But what stood out to me as odd and a reason that if I was Courtney, I'd be annoyed, was that Kim was and then immediately went back to so obsessed with the skin tight like spandex suits with the pointy boots and the gloves and the things that have been like more relevant to Balenciaga and even Valentino has like gotten into that like this Dolce and Gabbana thing was like very much like corsets boning seaming 90s like excess you know it was like just a very different like Vibe, and I'm not a fashion girl, so I don't even know the words. Was like, Kim was like not into it. Was into it for like a hot second, and then back to like, to what she was doing before. And no, I don't remember the show. I don't remember people talking about the show like other than the Kim. Well, that's why I. Oh, she,
0: Kim said that too. Like, oh, the reviews are in; they're great. And I'm thinking the reviews like just in Italy because I don't remember it being so hyped, at least over here in the states and in my feed. Like it's like it happened and of course people because it's Kim they're automatically going to write an article about yeah. it that's just what it is but it didn't go any further than that again I know nobody who has ever purchased this I haven't seen anybody in it except for a couple housewives maybe but like it's just odd um,
1: well I, I like I said I'm not a huge fashion girly but I'm just like a person who's chronically online and I follow enough yeah. people who are like on the fashion side of things and then more on the pop culture side of things there's plenty of high fashion houses that infiltrate pop culture on the regular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that like this, it's just, and obviously we know who Dolce & Gabbana is like, because we're, we saw them in their heyday, but like it's, it wasn't breaking the surface in my opinion. It was just kind of like there. And even when there was that like Paris show and it was like a big rainstorm and like it got some press and Courtney and Travis in their early days of dating were there that one kind of had some like traction on twitter and stuff but a lot of it was people shitting on people for being there because Dolce & Gabbana is you know quote-unquote not relevant anymore and quote-unquote problematic Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so that was and that was a blip in the timeline because you know the day the way that we are now in the world it's like Someone had a fashion show tomorrow. There's a submarine that just imploded. Yeah, we've already moved
0: on from Pharrell's. <laughs> I uh, can't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> menswear. Like we,
1: that had like a day
0: and a half of a moment, and now we're like, all right, thanks for that. Bye. Um. So now it's time for the after party and after dinner. So they go backstage before they change and stuff. And Michelle Monroe is back there, and Chloe's introducing him to all the that's girls. The guy that's from the yeah, this is the guy from well, the, that's the actor and, and who's also the face of dolce which she just found out oh
1: my god what a crazy (laughs) random coincidence crazy two men that run this company set this all up what a coincidence
0: and chloe said she likes him because he's a man she loves a good
1: man
0: um michelle monroe again took a picture with her but it's funny, like, I think when he thought found out people, there are, there were some people or there were some articles being written about, like, could this be, he, like, quick, like, we talked about last yeah. week, quickly dead at that
1: well, shit. And I mixed up my timelines because, again, I it's hard to pay attention to the show when you're watching it. Uh, <laughs> that's what, he was the one I was saying, like, in real time when it was happening, there mm-hmm. was, like, a picture, and you could tell that probably Tracy sent in the <laughs> notes with it. That was like, oh, <laughs> Chloe spotted with this guy from the Netflix movie. Show. Da, 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 da. Immediately everyone was like, that's staged. <laughs> and then his camp kind of like squashed it like five seconds later. <laughs> and I I thought I didn't even I didn't even think he was straight. And again, this was probably, I was just gonna say that. I was like, I feel like probably was- like a dumb, like straight person's take pre to this like i just had heard about him from being on the show i just was i just wasn't sure if he was straight or not like i wasn't either and i kind of was like oh there was no chemistry going beyond going on between them like it was very yeah it was like there was a nothing burger so
0: (laughs) but it went viral
1: chloe could you find some more realistic fake Setups for her, like, but it did go viral. And to her point,
0: she made in the next scene when she's getting glam that she it's nice to get some, uh, I won't say popularity or get some buzz talking about her. That's actually positive, like, it was actually a positive, slash, neutral situation versus her getting dragged, like it usually is.
1: So, I I was happy for for her. Could they pull out the stops a little better? It's like Kylie is putting in no work and Mm -hmm. she gets Timmy Chalamet as her PR relationship. You couldn't get you couldn't get Chloe something a little bit more believable or let yeah. it live out a little bit longer. That's probably because Chloe was still hoping to get back together with Tristan at this time. Right. I'll let that lie. I think they could step it up a little bit. In I think so, too. Giving Chloe some content that's more believable and yeah. last longer than 30 seconds. She deserves a really good PR relationship. If anyone
0: that fucking family deserves a good PR relationship, every it's the
1: frustration I have with Chloe is like, come on, you can do better with me. you can do better. That's you really know? all
0: it is. I feel like that's what people <laughs> just like, even. At-
1: and the ninety nine percent of my frustrations come from how stupid Tristan is and how embarrassing it is. Obviously, I don't like how Chloe handled the Jordan of it all, but I think she's broken. Yeah. In the brain by this family. But it's like, give throw her bone. Like, her and I think Courtney has had her day in the sun as well. Are both the, the sisters that most people are like, I don't really like the Kardashians, but I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're absolutely right. They do yeah. do that. And I find that, too, when people say Kardashians, a lot of times they just mean, like, Kim and Kylie. <laughs> like, yeah. when they're complaining, a lot of the stuff, you're like, oh, Kim the and guy Kylie. Guys
1: of like, the family as a whole. But yeah. really, especially now, the Hulu show, it's very... Obvious and poorly like disguised that Kim is driving the ship, even it's Chris, a lot of Kim Chris has like created the monster and is I think in a little bit more of a back seat. And kim is taking it full steam ahead, it's a lot of fucking
0: Kim. I noted that when I was watching this episode, I was like, oh God, this's been this is a Everything kim is heavy
1: focus on her, written around trying to make her seem likable, trying to convince people that she didn't do anything wrong.
0: Like it's just it's heavy-handed. It's heavy handed. And to Kim's to give Kim some grace, I think part of it too, it could be the the them her kind of having to film more because I feel like the other some of the other girls are like, no bitch, we won't be there. Like Kim, Kylie, and Courtney are like, "Mm, you're getting the bare fucking minimum out of us. So do it yourself. if
1: If you were a real business owner, I say that because you have people at skims that do the real work and you just show up occasionally. Which is fine. If I was a celebrity, I would do that, too. Like, say Kim was running a company or even just a manager of a team. Managing a Wendy's. If you got to that point where no one wanted to produce, you would go and start, like, doing one-on-ones and being, like, why aren't you motivated? Is there something that could shift in your role to make you motivated? Or, like, if you were a manager that was micromanaging, taking credit and not taking upward management feedback like then you would either have to adjust or like it would fail yeah kim
0: the only thing i want to note in this glam scene is that chris was wearing this hat and i think like everybody all the collective knew she shouldn't have that hat on obviously kim will hate it but i don't whatever the hat is not was not she looks like a chauffeur yeah like She's been giving Michael Jackson a bit, too, in, her in like, her clothes and, like, just the way she's been moving. I'm like, Kim, I mean, Kim, Chris, you've got to lighten up a bit. Man, she's, this,
1: she's, you've got to lighten up. family needs a clean house and they need to get back to where they were when people told them. How to be more famous? Right. Took that advice instead of people just lighting their ass up. It's too much. Like just put a blouse. are getting the advice that they need, they're not going to listen to the advice that they need because they're so used to people are being like, "Yeah, that's great." But I will say this: Chris is the one person who actually gets who Dolce and Gabbana is selling to. Mm -hmm. I Dorit would wear that hat. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Robin yeah. from Potomac, like exactly the only people that are actually buying Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. So like, does she look insane? Yeah. Yeah. But she will does. they sell that hat? Yeah. yeah. But I just knew she came back in Kim with fan buy any of their shit.
0: And she came back in the room after consulting with Kim without the hat. And I'm like, yeah, girl, you're doing too much. Mind you, they're just going to a dinner and an after party. Put on, like, a dress or something, maybe a little blouse and jean number, but you have on this full-on pantsuit tie, long button-down. And now you want a hat with it, too. And it came with, like, a long black coat. I
1: know, right? <laughs> it was a lot, girl. Want something- edit yourself. Thinking about that, too, like, and I don't know what it is. Like, uh, this would require, I think, a lot more research and intellect about the fashion industry that I don't have how like Dolce and Gabbana is trying to do this thing. And maybe it's just because they're not nice people Mm -hmm. that like the universe isn't letting them like fully grab a hold of things. Because then you look at like Kylie has been working with Jean-Paul Gaultier, which was very much from like a similar like era of the nineties and a lot of the same silhouettes and like the things, you know, the characteristics of that nineties fashion is kind of coming around again. And Kylie was the face of the campaign. Yeah. And there isn't as much of this like forced embarrassment around it. I'm like shouldn't you guys be discussing how like Kylie just like maybe we'll get that later in the season. But like Kylie hopped on this Jean-Paul Gaultier and like went off without a hitch and no one was pissed and like probably was working for like her audience.
0: Yeah, it was very it was nice and quiet too. Like it was like yeah. I'm doing that and good night. Um so in California, on Aunt- uh, Courtney, I keep calling her auntie court, <laughs>
1: say auntie court. We've merged identities. For so many years we had to not let it slip that Natalie was North black book. Now just let them merge Now it's just coming out. Like I would
0: edit that out if this was like a couple years ago or something like that um, or just kind of hope no one heard me So Courtney's in her closet with her stylist and she's talking about Kim, which I think this is at this point between this conversation and the conversation Kim has with Simon I'm like these women are well over the 40s like this is the point where i'm like are we it was it sounds like teenagers at this point talking about each other because she's like did you see any of the dolce show like i didn't watch it but i did look at every fucking picture from that show so in this episode or in this scene courtney's basically saying her issue is that she believes a lot of the styles and the looks that kim had in her show were all the styles the mood board the vibes that she had for her wedding and her and her stylist are basically talking about how they worked so hard to pull those looks. They pulled looks that weren't even online and they had to really fight for the nineties version. And I'm thinking who gives a shit? Like (laughs) like,
1: who cares? Well, and like I said earlier with the weird blip in Kim's Balenciaga timeline. Yeah. I absolutely think that like, where'd you suddenly get that inspiration, Kim? But like, just as it was annoying to hear Kim thinking it was like earth shattering, she was doing yep. this creative direction. This wasn't helping Courtney's case either. It's like, you could have just been like, I'm annoyed with how annoying my sister is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, why are we splitting hairs that they're all like, I was reading like some recaps from the episodes. I generally do that because I can barely pay attention throughout the episode. Just to so make sure I have all the plot points. One glaring, obvious thing. A lot of places that used to do recaps, did not have recaps for no. this season? This, no,
0: not at all. At it's, all. It's, that's why when I write my recaps, I have to like go to Hulu and wait a bit for the, to like a couple days after it aired so I can take screenshots. Yeah. Because well, I used to people, be able.
1: It's Tuesday. This yeah. came out on Thursday.
2: I used
0: to be able like just to, like you said pop up a review, get some images,
1: read it. Yeah. I can't find all, yeah. five yeah. reviews I didn't on this dig shit. a little bit. Yeah. But someone said something about how, like, even at Courtney being at Travis's thing, the way that they talk about stuff, it was like as if Travis invented veganism because the restaurant already existed and he it was investing in the expansion. Yeah. And that's how they all talk about stuff. And that's why I say... Like, I generally lean on Courtney's side with all of this just because I feel like I have no reason to not believe Kim is like a jealous, angry person, but this whole conversation with the stylist made it seem like and again, Courtney has a right to be like this because Kim's always been like this, and I think there's just some like resentment from the years of like yeah, there's just some residual to be the person who gets to resentment. be this way, but they're all this way where it's like why do you need to have, like invent looking up old clothes from the 90s you don't need a badge for that you could just be like i was pretty stoked on this thing for my wedding and i don't like how my sister can ever let me have anything
0: yeah like that let's just be real that's why i feel the drill down
1: and then when i'm bossy i'm a bitch
0: like just say that that, the thing think that the, when you drill down, that's really it. Courtney wanted her most. She wanted her year, her da-da-da-da, and then you jumped on the bandwagon and she took the spotlight off of whatever she did.
1: And she wouldn't that's have it. been as mad if it was something that Kim wouldn't have also done. Mm-hmm. And also, if Kim hadn't been so, like, showboaty for, like, their entire adult lives and probably yeah. their child lives. Let's talk about that context If we were therapists we would say let's unpack yeah. that <laughs> Yeah let's go back to the Because sh- it really is a like, pattern I'm the creative genius that storyboard this She isn't and then she's over there like I'm the creative genius. Do I need her permission? Well, she's like, I've been had Dolce in my archive. It's yes. like both of them are not making you any points. You
0: Like no, a just single point was made bit. in this episode. And also I just want to know that that's the nature of the relationship. If you think back on keeping up of all the times they've accused each other of copying, like the one time Courtney went to dinner with like, simon jonathan and kim and kim was making fun of her like oh that looks just like is that my bag are you gonna wear your hair like me and yeah. remember she went and got a plastic bag put all her stuff in that bag and threw that purse well, at
1: kim and i always go this this will be something again that might require someone with like a deeper understanding of like family dynamics or something was it something that chris gave them this weird need to like own something yeah
2: or, or but like Tanya something. was
1: also like that. And I, I yeah. said before, I think that's why Kim and him like were obsessed with each other. But I always go back to it is so out of the ordinary that Kim is the middle child
2: mm-hmm.
1: that acts like she has the right over everything. Because at least in my experience and most everyone I know who has like a lot of siblings, like Natalie was blessed with being an only child and never had to deal with this praise them the oldest sibling was the bowl in the china closet they were the ones who just went forward and were like that's my thing that's mine you know and i was talking about this with my friend the other day because he's the oldest Mm -hmm. and i was like what was that like being the oldest because i always felt like my sister got to do everything first she got more like leniency to do stuff and she would i'd be like wearing a shirt and she'd be like Hey, will you give me that shirt? I like it, and I'd be like, "No, like I'm wearing it." And she wouldn't even loan me a shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it was just sh- like, "Well, you don't wear it that often. Why don't you just give me the shirt?" You know, that's like an oldest child's point of view because they're the oldest oldest child. They got the attention first. That's why I think the Kardashians is so fascinating because Kim isn't the oldest child. Yeah, yeah. Courtney is. Yeah. So and that's
0: that's part of. That's element to their neat, power
1: weird resentment clash between them that like you don't want to see because it's usually the oldest child thinks that they get to have everything like succession, for example, and the middle child is like kind of fades into the background and feels weird all the time. And then the youngest child gets baby, like all these dynamics that are pretty standard. This family's there's some murkiness. Their family dynamics are not the typical.
0: Right. And the only thing I found with Courtney interesting is that, and I like the stylist that brought it up. Like, are you going to have a conversation with Dolce and Cabana? Like, I think we all were like, yeah, bitch, they're the real. Yeah. So, and she says no. And I did, I did understand her point, even though the real reason is no, because you're afraid to, you're not trying to get cut off. You want to be able to go to Italy every fucking summer. So I get that. But she said no, because she recognizes that they're a brand and feels that, her sister is her sister and she'd expect more. However, Kim Kardashian is a brand. I'm so sorry to inform Courtney. She's well, not a person. She is a brand. And
1: I think that's why it gets so crazy with like reality TV and like the families and friends all becoming like their own brands, which again, I think it's normal. They, this family, I think, struggles with it a little bit more because they were kind of like the trailblazers. And now it's like every everyone does that. Everyone should just like figure out a way to get used to it you see with like politics where like families that are like in politics all it business and pleasure just get so blurred where it's like Mm -hmm. there is no separation Mm -hmm. if your brand your brand and your families how do they have these conversations i don't blame courtney or kim for just avoiding conversation altogether because I like to avoid conversations that aren't comfortable about nothing. Like, these people are talking about contracts, like, money. All of it is just messy.
0: Yeah. And so we go back to Milan. We're never leaving Milan. And now it's, it's now time for the dinner. Oh, by the way, I think I said that Chris didn't get to wear the hat. I feel like that should have been obvious I think Can't I said it that it off. um that
1: off camera and like, take it off yeah
0: she probably like wiped her ass with that but um <laughs> Alice, uh, the, for- this dinner the commentary at the dinner made me extremely uncomfortable um they toasted Kim great and then you know Chris had to do her thing and cry and then Domenico and Stefano were like oh it all started with mom basically which is an even a different element to what's going on now. There's this element of like none of you bitches would be here <laughs> without Chris Jenner. So now your their their argument looks real extra fucking dumb. Um, but I think. Uh, this is when Chloe, and I said this last week, at this point, Chloe doesn't know the extent to what Courtney's mad about or what she's even mad about. So she makes kind of a snarky comment about like someone needs to remind Courtney of that. And cause it's not right to be jealous of your family. And then Kim goes on and she's talking to Domenico and saying that Courtney likes to hate from the side. And she's such a hater. I don't know. It made me
1: uncomfortable. It's kind of like, yikes, like any sympathy we were building for Kim at this exactly. point, because Courtney, it's easy to pile on her as being like, yeah. negative. it was like, yeah, now we see why Courtney was annoyed with you. This is the personality. This is like the motivations, like your point of view that it you're not selling us on this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: you're you if there was if we were gonna pick a side it's gonna get it's getting really hard to pick yours yeah just like based you just on your lack like, of understanding
1: you sound mean you yeah sound exactly like you it's, really need like the attention to always be on you like she could have just been like i'm just happy to be here
0: and to courtney's some of courtney's um credit she's not really doing any personal attacks on kim She's keeping it very subject based.
1: Well, and I would almost give her credit for like not wanting to talk to Kim because she's just kind of like letting Having it her moment. fade out. Like you yeah. have your moment. I would say one she might try to be avoiding conflict which isn't the best path. But then you kind of like well maybe she just didn't want to like make it a thing and ruin it for Kim. Yeah. Meanwhile Kim is like shitting all over Courtney. <laughs> the people that like are in question of them wanting attention from so badly you know it's like yeah who looks worse in this situation (laughs) yeah
0: exactly that's i think that's it was not a good look on kim to trash her sister to domenico and 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 they
1: always make it sound like courtney is like strategically ignoring all of them to like spite them or anger them but then when you watch her like in these conversations or her confessional it kind of just feels like she's like i express my opinion and i'm like I'm. What is the one lady from Real Housewives of uh Salt Lake always say, I'm disengaging.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: like mm-hmm. it's like, is she like just not wanting to deal with it? Which again, for better or for worse, or is she actively trying to piss you off? It kind of just seems like she's just like, I don't want to deal with that right now. Because it oh, went oh. from Kim not really. It, my piece.
0: it went from Kim saying, Oh, I'd never heard this is my first time hearing Courtney's Mad to like she's a hater. Oh, right. <laughs> Just like what what in the world and i give like i said i gave chloe a little more grace because i'm like maybe courtney hasn't fully talked to you and you're just reading courtney's messages where she's like i'm not posting so you're you're well, filling in the blanks yourself
1: well also did you need to she's like yeah i just didn't feel like it
0: but kim took it to a whole i mean and i'll get, we'll skip down to their conversation so i can really talk so about it but
1: and like the layers of it it's like and they kind of alluded to it last week and and just this season in general and they're stretching it way out. Courtney's thing was that it was my wedding. And for all these years, like I had to, I had this like relationship and I never got married. I was my wedding. Kim spending several episodes to make it seem like this opportunity to be a creative director for a show with Dolce & Gabbana was like earth shattering. No one cares. No one remembers what season it was for. Like, it was like whatever. It was like a brand activation, which, again, fine. Have your day in the sun. For Courtney, she was getting married to a person she's like having kids with. If the tables were turned, that's how Kim and Kanye treated their wedding when they got married. It's like, it's, you know, a show, one season during several seasons that fashion companies do shows isn't not important per se but it's they're comparing two things that are different Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: you know it's just yeah uh kim
0: basically said she needed to talk to courtney and she wanted courtney to be happy for her because it's a big moment not to be proud which again it's like
1: kim she is not gonna be throwing you a fucking parade (laughs) why like you guys do so (laughs) kim you you re-put you so you put so much shit out constantly no one cares like yeah, like keep up with all the crap that you're doing. Courtney, wanting Courtney to be proud is crazy. I mean, if you compare, I don't know, it, it's a crazy meanwhile outing throughout their entire like wedding.
0: Yeah, and- I was just thinking that consider how she acted at the wedding and now this, and you think Courtney's gonna be like, you know what? I am so goddamn proud of you, bitch. Yeah. You did that not happening so the next two (laughs) scenes we can just skip over chloe's retelling the story about the fake note in gym. by the way her working out in the scene sorry it's okay her working out in the scene looked nuts like now i'm questioning dawn because she was like at one point she was like
1: i mean go back and watch this workout it was wild um we need to give everyone subscribe Natalie screenshots to (laughs) make that (laughs) <laughs> they're not easy to find online i can tell you this, this they
0: are they're definitely not it's like perfect i, I can't re everything to get the perfect like reactions <laughs> and stuff
1: just perfection courtney.
0: my necklace courtney got her necklace back it got stolen we did not get the backstory on that
1: yeah the way they just casually were like yeah I've got some, but now I have this new one. It's great. Like, yeah,
0: it was, apparently it got out of customs fine. I think they tried to build some tension with that, like, "Oh my god, will the necklace make it out of customs?" Um, but it was fine. When you're rich, you can do anything. It's right, great. right. You heard him. He was like, "I have some fly to Europe and pick it up," and she's like, "No, it's it's here. You don't have to do that." <laughs> Um, yeah, it was wholesome scenes, cute, whatever. There's no Kylie and Kendall in this episode. Thank you, Jesus. So <laughs> uh, we need a break. So Chloe shows up to a photo shoot where Kim's getting her hair done. Pause. The craziest, I didn't even get the craziest picture. Basically, it looks like her hair is in a bun. And then
1: Chris and his uh, assistant are gluing tracks poorly. Like Britney's computer is like, <laughs> post her hair growing out after she shaved her head and this is no like shaming of britney spears she was obviously in a dark place she did not have a hairdresser
0: doing her hair but but people
1: to always like comment on how you could see all her tracks the tracks like there's this like girl on tiktok that always jokes about like the 2000s when everyone was doing the little like oh yeah (laughs) thingies that's when like you're supposed to be saying that you're, like, a trendsetter and you have the best hairdresser in the business, which is arguably not wrong about Chris Appleton. But, like, why are we seeing these, like, this girl in 2007 or whatever? Well, we you know what?
0: Her own hair. What my epiphany in the scene was, oh, that's not a wig?
1: Like, you're just gluing in the tracks? Huh? Well, and again, not helping your case, Kim. You've been doing the long, like, faux, natural, f- grown-out look that you would do with the roots and the bleach. And for the two weeks or whatever that Dolce Gabbana was your personality, you did the, like, more, like, 90s, Bridget Bardot-inspired, bouffanty thing that was clearly, like, either a wig or something else was in there. And now we know. Yeah, yeah so if if this makes up in your
0: hair. It makes sense now why she said years ago she's like it's not a wig. Oh, because you're just gluing
1: tracks to your
0: head, psycho.
1: Like <laughs> yikes. Um, I mean, if someone else is doing that, I wouldn't care so much. But Kim, we're bothered because she's no so as a as I'm a, special
0: as a black woman who dabbles in hair weaves and stuff. I'm concerned. Like this looks like straight on track oh to hair. Like I'm like the it's like, and it wasn't it didn't look like he was using like a comb. It's not like a clip it. He was, like, full-on attaching it
1: to hair. Well, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know how, because I've learned over the years, like, the sewing in the pieces when you have your hair braided. Yeah. But, like, it was such the white girl thing, like, when I was in, like, high school and college, where you would literally, it would be, like, this chunk of hair with, like, plastic on the end of it, and you just pinch it with these, like, hot comb. Mm-hmm broad thingies maybe so that's what he's doing and it would be like yeah it'd be and i only have known this was like a very white girl thing to do but i obviously couldn't yeah. i couldn't afford it but it'd be like a little teeny tiny chunk of hair and then this other piece of hair that had almost like the end of a shoelace where there was like a little bit of plastic and they would pinch it with yeah that were really hot and it was like yeah and they would just be like hanging out and then you put your normal hair over it that's, that's what, what Britney Spears would put the hair up in a bun and you could see just these like white things looking chunks. Yeah, yeah. The white things. that's what Britney Spears had, by the way. To yeah. make her,
0: but also, too, there is you can do like a quick weave, which you have like hair glue and like see how my hair straight. You can also glue it with so maybe that's what he's doing because you I've have seen that. But like you, to your point though, Kathleen, to have like the top hairstylist in the world, I wouldn't think you are just using like some quick glue
1: i don't know just wear a wig at this point you could just wear a wig but you get the sense that she has some weird obsession with seeming like it's not a wig so therefore it's more real which whatever but you also get the sense that it's rushed so it's like again was this some deep amazing like experience you were having kim if you're rushing everything or you like racing the clock to beat your sister (laughs) Or yeah, whatever the I fuck just, gets motivating you it's like you can't ask Chris to take like a little bit longer to right the
0: right way or Chris introduce her to a way because this looks nuts
1: um so Chloe's talking to her or something
0: Right, Chloe's talking to her about Courtney and says like, you know, Courtney, she confessed basically she didn't understand just like I assumed that court because court Ch- Chloe is not a mean girl to her sisters. That's why I'm like, oh, you, I don't think you know what's really going on. So Courtney called her crying and explained why she was upset, and now Chloe has compassion for Courtney. And I think it's been evident over the years that Chloe can get to a place of compassion with Courtney much quicker than Kim can, like Kim. Is almost like reluctant to give any kind of compassion (laughs) and understanding to Courtney. She's like, I don't give a fuck if that bitch was crying. Like, fuck her. And she doesn't get really emotional about it until Chloe says, oh, yeah. And she told me that all her friends at her wedding were talking about you. And that's when she decides it's time to get Simon on the phone. Because... According to Kim, Simon's her best friend, and he is also Courtney's best friend. Mind you, these like, women are, like, 45.
1: The <laughs> level of, like, vitriol between them, and I'm, again, I'm, maybe I'm biased for some reason. Like, I give Courtney some credit because she she tends to just withdraw. Mm-hmm. Kim is like, I'm going to prove her wrong. I'm calling Simon my friend and speaking of Steph Shep, we all remember when Kim got annoyed that Courtney and Steph were getting closer, that yeah. Kim could have fired Steph Shep. Yeah. Like that- the level of like, is it jealousy? Is it hatred? I don't know, but Kim's anger towards Courtney is so strong. Yeah. And we clearly know Courtney feels it too. But it's like her response is to just be like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That's Like, I'm (laughs) going to prove this woman crazy. I'm going to call Simon and he won't corroborate. And then I can say Courtney's crazy, even though Courtney probably has other friends that don't live up your ass like Simon.
0: Right. Because Simon was like, she doesn't want to talk to you.
1: (laughs) She does not want to talk to you. You're sisters and you're annoyed with each other.
0: And even Simon was like, I just don't think the conversation, like, even he was like, don't talk about it. The conversation, like, what are you going to talk about? Just so, it. <laughs> and there's not going to be a real resolution. And basically he tells her that Courtney was upset because she found out everything after the fact, which is the truth. I totally believe that because she even told her stylist as well. Of course, here comes Kim lying saying that that wasn't true she just didn't know as big of a deal
1: she didn't know because you didn't tell her like what is she supposed to do it's not a big of a deal Kim <laughs> no one cares but the way I, you acted was shady that's what Courtney's mad at the well, way I mean handled yourself she even we've already talked about this
0: you told her that Skims and Dolce were going to do something then you tried to say oh just come to Milan we're still figuring this out and da 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 I you didn't tell you, her what Courtney was going and, on. And
1: your random ass show was more important than her wedding. And the lexicon of like interesting things on the internet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like she was annoyed with how you were moving. You were moving in a s- shady way. Yeah. It's your, very. it's your lack of communication. And doing things. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's why she was annoyed. And you know that because we all know that because we've all been watching you the past several
0: years. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah. It was lying by omission. That's yeah. what happened. Like, And, and then the gaslighting. Well, I told you, we were doing something. It's like, well, well Courtney probably didn't know.
1: Kim saying not to Courtney. She's singing to the camera or yeah. Chloe or whatever. Yeah. It's like. And then she, of course we have to again get into how court uh,
0: Kim was so mindful and told them not to do the Madonna look, even though she wore the Madonna look before Courtney and all this other stuff, and I'm just like, oh God, and Chloe brings up that maybe if she tells her that like I went out of my way to not do your looks, that'd be helpful information to make her feel better, which it would be because again, if you would have talked to her. <laughs> If you would have told her the whole thing, she might understand.
1: The reason you chose, like, the fact you didn't speak to her said that you were concerned you were doing something that maybe you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. Or there was a chance your sister would get mad and you chose the path of do it anyways and and I'll just deal with her getting mad. Yeah. It was like if you had talked to her, even if it was, like, not fair per se that Courtney get mad. You were, you would have been at least been prioritizing your sister's feelings, yeah. And more than likely, if you had talked to her in advance, you guys would have come to another understanding, she wouldn't have gotten mad, you would still do your thing, yeah. Again, the fact that avoided it altogether. Says that I don't because you know, by by now, Courtney, can... Courtney is just like an opportunity cost, like she's well, I'll take the loss. And Kim's not dumb. She knows
0: how Courtney is. She knows that she would have told Courtney. Courtney would probably went the fuck off or something. And I'm more so, again, on Chris. Like, I'm like, Chris, neither one are right. Neither one is wrong. However, yeah. the one thing Courtney is right about, the one tiny pinky toe she has to stand on, nobody told her shit.
1: She kind of yeah. was a little bit blindsided. Well, when you see those earlier episodes with the way she's talking about it, it's like, it's clear that. She wasn't like demanding that no one ever wear Dolce and Gabbana again for yeah. a 12 month period. <laughs> but what she was told was not the way that it was happening. Exactly. And again, I could see, yeah, and I'm the same way as a non confrontational person, I'll avoid conflict. Maybe Kim, a normal person, I could see and would be, didn't want to bring it up to Courtney because Courtney was going to get mad regardless. Yeah. Sure. But then you also see Kim just being like insufferable (laughs) to this whole thing about how special and important this thing is. (laughs) Like Courtney was getting married. Like And I think coupled with Kim's behavior at the wedding didn't fucking help. (laughs) Her behavior, like we just talked about when like it's the dinner and like she wants to be like combative and like fuck Courtney and you know give herself all this credit. It's like There was a world where it could have just been like, these were two cool things that happened. Corey also made some silky pajamas out of it. (laughs) It could have just been like that. And I think there's some blame to put on Courtney. I think there's a lot of concerns with like, what motivates Kim in life? We all wonder what weird isms they have passed down from Chris and beyond. Yeah, but long long story short...
0: I really think it's fine. Like I, even if Courtney told me, I would say, yeah, she should have communicated, but at the end of the day, I think it's okay. Like Kim took nothing away from Courtney's wedding. Yeah. Like Kim took, I think Courtney's wedding still outshined was still like the wedding of that year. So, I mean, it's fine. It's completely fine.
1: I think the, the rub is that how, how people behave in reaction to all this. And they're all showing their colors. Like, I think, Like, to your point, Chloe started to come around and be like, wait a minute, I guess I kind of see this now. Mm -hmm. But, like, until she saw that, you know, it's, like, it's the way everyone's handling themselves about people's feelings. Yeah. Is where the conflict truly lies. It doesn't really have anything to do with. We could split hairs for years. Yeah. Over which had a better cultural impact, Courtney's wedding or Kim's show. Like, I don't even care about either of them. (laughs) Right that's their cultural impact that's the
0: the the real tease like we're all like "Mm, whatever um the only thing well not the only thing i want to note that kim got got nasty again when simon was saying like they were talking about basically all of courtney's friends were talking about her and kim's like she didn't have any friends who except for travis who's travis that made me uncomfortable because if she didn't have the history she had with travis i probably wouldn't have like cringed a little because she doesn't say travis's name that often we don't see them interact that much so the fact that she was like who travis yeah, i'm just like that's straight
1: up fucked up because <laughs> who are kim's friends like and kim kim has plenty of famous friends we know that but it feels like there's always like a level of like convenience they come and go or like when it's easy like God bless Lala and like Serena Williams like humor her but now they have the day ones that are like they from the school. wag but then they yeah. drop friends like it's nobody's business yeah and we miss you Haroosh again I think this is one of the <laughs> things that always gives Kim a resentful edge is that when she always talks about her day ones with Allison and stuff yeah Courtney has lots of friends yeah Courtney went to college Mm -hmm. before the show even, like, got big. Like, Courtney had a life outside of this. Is she in the love bubble with Travis right now? Absolutely. Call her out on that. You can. But Kim would have dropped all of her friends in a dime to be with Kanye and around Kanye's circle of friends or what was beneficial. Like, again, it's, like, they throw out these jabs that, like, don't even make sense. Like, it's a weird thing to even say, like, Courtney doesn't have any friends when it's like, whoa, well, we know for a fact she's the one who had like a life outside of this. And she really could be friends with Steph Shep and you'd cut her off. She's friends with Simon. Like, it's actually Chloe that does happen. Yeah, if you want to be honest. And even Chloe would probably be okay with that because yeah, she's she really like, yeah, right. she went to homeschool. She has social anxiety. Like, she keeps her circle small. Like, Chloe wouldn't even have a problem with her saying it. It's not even accurate for Kim to say it about Courtney. So it just comes off as a hater.
0: I think Kim was feeling some type
1: of way too, because
0: if you remember, there was not many people at that wedding. It was pretty intimate. Yeah. So the fact that K- Courtney's saying people at her wedding, her friends at the wedding, that's not a lot. That's like Simon, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, Steph Shep. it's people she knows. So I think that kind of stung a bit. Cause she's like, fuck, like, my own people are talking shit about me. And it's like, yeah, girl, it was quite cool.
1: obvious. And just like the weirdness of, and we've all experienced this when, you know, there's a f- a friend who becomes in a couple and you see them less. There's always like a friend who can't handle it as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're jealous or maybe they're just sad. That's what Kim was coming off as. It was like, was, like well, why is it such a problem? If Courtney doesn't talk to everyone as much. Because she spends a lot of time with Travis. Like, you were happy to do that with Kanye. Right. Like, um, so, anyway. Next week, they're
0: going to... Or next week. Not next week. They're supposed to have a conversation either next week or maybe the next... Who gives a shit? This is I gonna, also found it interesting. <laughs> it's going into six episodes
1: of this. Again, in real time, the way that they cannot make the storylines of the show match what happens in real time or even try to do any strategic planning with that especially now that we've lived through scandaval they're going to need to figure it out like rea- the reality bar is like set high because it was so awkward and weird that as this episode is like coming out she was posting all these pictures with courtney at their little like slumber party that at they're for the kids party yeah and she puts the courtney and kim picture first and courtney's just like yeah. they're like <laughs> Uh, Well, I told Kim I wouldn't sell her secrets to TMZ if I took this picture with her. You know, it was like, it gave very much like, everything's fine. This is fine.
0: Yeah. And I think to your point of how we were saying, like, Kim really defaults to cruelty with with Courtney. And to be fair to to Kimberly, Courtney has defaulted to cruelty with Kim over the time. They They all have this
1: competitive, competitive nature. Low blow immediately. Yeah,
0: but you can see Kim when she's you know, Chloe's like, get it all out now. Like Chloe's basically like, please just go in there like a normal fucking don't human. Don't say something you can't take back <laughs> and have a normal conversation. Please don't go in there and like, if you, you know who the fuck I am. We've
1: been talking about it for six months. You know? Right, it's just you know mm-hmm. who I am. I'm, I'm Kim Kardashian.
0: Careers. Um, all right, let's do some time. Uh, let's do Courtney needs to pull. Oh no, we'll do that in a minute. That's a lot of reading right now and I <laughs> don't have it in me. Um, yeah, this is, looks like it's going to be funny on the topic. Yeah. The topic is you want to talk friendless. Ooh, spicy. Hello, ladies. I'm loving listening to the podcast episodes as I mindlessly scroll through Excel sheets at my very first big girl marketing job clap it up for that. You guys are saving my ass. I had the pleasure this week of watching the Hulu episode with my mother who knows nothing about the Kardashians and her commentary was legendary. I can only really talk about Kim. The episode, this episode absolutely, absolutely infuriated me. First of all, if she's really a producer of this show and she thinks this is a good edit, she needs her head examined. She looks unhinged. Courtney really got the last laugh because while Kim was in Italy saying Courtney was ruining her vibe, Type. Courtney's edit had her in Beverly Hills enjoying her anniversary. Love that for her. The audacity of Kimberly to say that Courtney is friendless uh Mexico girls' trip Courtney Kim has to be joking in what she called the make or break career of her career. she only brought three people she wasn't related to, one of them being her ex assistant who's literally. Courtney's friend and those plastic wag cousins looked fucking insane.
1: They look really weird.
0: Kim literally needed to seek approval from her own sons after the show. Her high pitched voice, yelling, Did you love it? To her own kids, genuinely waiting for their validation, was depressing. Kim cannot. See damn that Courtney effortlessly got a fashion house, a problematic fashion house, but that doesn't seem to matter to them and got married to a man who actually wants to be in the same state as her. Maybe if Kim spent the summer yachting in Italy and spent and spending money like crazy with genuine friends, she wouldn't be so goddamn insane team Courtney. Also I'd love to hear your name predictions for a baby girl or boy. This is before the reveal, obviously can't wait so excited for her. love the pod kisses to you both. It's, you want to go with the name. Do you have a name off the top of your head? Uh I voted Mosh. Yeah, I was gonna say something rocker, like slasher. <laughs> ah, I want a mosh. I want a mosh. This, any drama. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, slasher. I don't know rock names that much, but uh
1: well, it's interesting because sledge. I don't know. I'd have to research like Landon is a pretty straightforward name for a boy. Mm -hmm. of that age and then alabama is kind of more of a celebrity style name and alabama is in a nod to the vegas movie that they're obsessed with true Mm -hmm. crime or or, no true lies true lies no that's not no it's not remember (laughs) whatever that one is with uh patricia arquette and christian can't remember it's from the 90s but they're obsessed with it but he was also obsessed with it with shana which is another thing to discuss on another podcast so those two names i think come from a very different place so it makes it hard to guess i also think mason penelope and rain also same way the rest of the family is very predictable with their name choices Travis and Courtney haven't really given us a playbook of how they'll choose. Yeah, Macha. The kid's name is <laughs> going to be Matcha. Like, you <laughs> can Jr.
0: Anything they huh. vibe on, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, well. Vibes Barker. Yeah. Well, we had the best time in Vegas. So we're naming him Vega. And it's just about our love. Like, it's going to be something sentimental that they, like, did together. This is the first yeah. movie we watched together. Yeah. I think
1: we'll way overdo it with this kid. Because, yeah. You know, the other kids' names are all just kind of, like, off the cuff. This one's going to be, like, way right. too...
0: Yeah, and then, like, Travis has, like... Whatever. Or, wait, you know what? What was uh the DJ that died after the plane crash? DJ oh, AM.
1: AM? What was his
0: real name adam, they might do it i think adam, adam goldstein maybe they'll do a nod to him or something oh yeah adam michael goldstein like n- middle name adam or something who knows oh i'm wrong this is the next one is mason becoming rob kardashian here's my issue not my issue my thing was about mason missing there's just no explanation like i would i wish courtney would just do for the sake of the show mason's chosen not
1: to film and i would support that da, 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 da.
0: but so I'm, I'm sure people are like weird with like, like
1: um celebrities and i don't know the psychology behind this it feels like when you choose to say nothing people speculate more exactly they they do and they want answers right and i get that you don't have to give people answers and we shouldn't feel entitled to answers but also people would ask those questions if you just said like leave mason out of it he doesn't feel like it
0: yeah, he doesn't feel like filming, and I support that.
1: And we'll move on, because he's a kid. Well, he, could, like, he could lie. You could just say, like, he doesn't want to. And he's I don't, like, I, I hate see- you. I fucking gonna write a biography on 18. <laughs> I sincerely do that. He's just like, to. Mason's not filming this year. He's focused on school or something. I don't know. He doesn't want to. He's a kid. People understand just that. doesn't
0: feel like it. I He's not into it. But yeah, they just kind of, like, act like he's never existed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So basically, is Mason becoming Rob Kardashian? Hi, dolls. In my Kris Jenner voice, where is Mason Disick? After watching the newest episode where Courtney named the members of her family that attended Travis's restaurant opening, I noticed that she didn't name Mason, and I then realized Mason is never on this show anymore. So then I visited Courtney and Scott's social media pages, and they only show Penelope and Rain. Where's Mason? Even for Mason's birthday last year, Court posted a throwback photo from when he was a small child on the same photo a commenter said this in Spanish in which it translated to Courtney Chris and Chloe doesn't show Mason because he's overweight unbelievable how far these people craze for perfection goes hiding a baby for not being what they want oh my god is this true or what's the tea any theories where is Mason chow How can he go from wanting to be on social media, spilling the tea to virtually non-existent? I don't even remember him being on the show, being shown on the Kravis wedding special, which he was not. Here's my thing with Mason. He is a teenager. He went through puberty. He's in that fucking weird stage where you're just weird, be it internally or externally, whatever. And I also think much like Kim, Kendall and Kylie, he was kind of born into this. So it's very easy to be annoyed by it. Like, it's very easy to like not want a camera in your face. You want to be just a normal kid with that goes to school and people treat you normally. I feel like that's truly where he is
1: in his life. Well, And then you mix in his parents splitting up. Yeah. And that not necessarily being a smooth ride. (laughs) Your mom make it out every 10 seconds on TV. Dating, like, a teenager that used to be your aunt's friend. Like, there was a lot going on. Plus, I think when you, again, to the family dynamics of, like, he was the oldest, but he was also the first grandkid. She birthed him on the show. He got, like, a ton of, like, coverage on the show. And this is when they didn't care as much about, like, being in control, they would just do whatever it took. So I'm sure Mason grew up, and as he pre- probably started getting older, and I bet he probably harbored a little bit of resentment when they pushed back on him for being like on TikTok and stuff. That he was like, All right, fuck you guys. Great, right, then I'm out. I here. just don't want to film anymore, you know? And again, I don't think it's that deep. I don't think. Maybe they're worried if they say he doesn't want to film. People will try to like theorize that like he, they shouldn't film or he hates them or something. But I think it would be a pretty easy answer. Just to be like, "Oh, he doesn't feel like it, or he's super involved with school now, or something." Just yeah, but not acknowledging it makes it become a thing.
0: Yeah, even like I give the kids choice if they want to be on it. Like I, I ask them all of them said yes, yes to for mason and that'd be the end of it okay cool we don't even have cool. to know the reason that At least kid doesn't like dialogue. pepperoni
1: that kid doesn't yeah. like, filming.
0: like whatever yeah and i also think too i mean like like kathleen said maybe he's uncomfortable like with not being around scott because there's clear that the dynamic has changed with scott so i mean i think i don't think they're shunning him because he's a little uh soft i mean he I think that's part of puberty. You get to like your middle school is your thickest and then you slim down in high school.
1: To the writer's point, I think the comment was more that like the family didn't want to show him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's what the deal is. There could be a chance that maybe him, as with Rob, has expressed over the years. Maybe he doesn't feel like great in his skin right now and it isn't on the show. That would be fine. And they don't necessarily have to open him up to that scrutiny if they just gave like a very tight answer you know i think but i definitely don't think they're like no he's not like they're yeah, not treating like quasi so yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah and i, I also think that. when he went
0: viral for his like when he was spilling the tea on kylie that might have been overwhelming for him like that's a lot of attention to get just for an adult let alone a yeah. child so i think he had a taste of that and was like i gotta get out of I here i
1: think it's very guys. likely he was just being a teenager yeah the oldest teenager the first grandkid just being like uh I don't want to deal with that right now. Yeah,
0: I think I that think might help credit to
1: you know it seems like Courtney said, Cool, that's fine. Which you she, know, she should like, like, yeah. Mason doesn't make or break the fucking show. So if he wants to go <laughs> sit down, let him go sit down. You know, Kim's like mommy dearest with North, like, okay, we <laughs> really have to land to this joke. North, <laughs> we have to shoot it again.
0: Well, and also she has a father that's really like, Look at yes. me, look at me. So
1: North is very comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, The next
0: one is, I have no idea what to name this email. Hey, ladies, this email is going to be a bit all over the place since there's so many things I want to discuss. Firstly, Kim versus Court. I actually see both sides. I mean, Court's wedding date was almost the same as Kim's in the same location, not to mention Andrea Bocelli being there, all while being freshly divorced. When you look at it that way, you can understand where Kim is coming from. Yeah. And I think she's going to bring that up, like, next episode. Like, you stole my
1: wedding, Okay, Location, and I think this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like it's less trying to split hairs between like which thing is more important and whose yeah. side is who. Yeah, but that neither of them are being honest. Yeah, enough and for our liking. I think Courtney's seems a little bit more human, at least. But like, yeah, neither of them are really saying what they mean, and they're not being realistic. Like, yeah, you don't own fucking Italy. Like, yeah. Jesus
0: Christ, exactly. Secondly, the Chrisleys, huh? Thoughts on their situation, <laughs> Natalie. I remember you mentioned you were a fan of their podcast. In terms of their sentencing, I think they should have just taken the plea deal. Hell, fucking yeah, they should have took the plea deal. Now they got them. They're in prison for like years.
1: I mean, that's ego. We saw it with um, what's your toes, Jin Shaw, too. Yeah, like, people get enough people like blowing steam up their ass and enough money, they're just delusional. Yeah. We can beat. I know Julie was pissed. Um, Oh,
0: my God. But I hope Todd Christly is living his truth in there.
1: Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? He'll be in there for a while. I really wish they hadn't gotten too big for their britches because they were entertaining. But I think it was clear from early on that they were doing something.
0: And I yes. yeah, because we used to I remember Googling too, how does he have money? And we yeah. I could never really figure it out. Um, their podcast is when I was really on a like a self-help journey. I would listen to theirs because they would like help people <laughs> and reference the Bible and shit. Like it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, and they're funny. Thirdly, this one's a personal question. Yes. So I met this guy at a party. We clicked instantly. All I want to do these days since then is talk to him. However, there's a slight problem. He finally told me his age after a week of me insisting. And he's 18! And I just turned 26! We never moved beyond anything platonic, but this whole situation is still weird. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Sincerely. Okay, you didn't have a question in there, but I'm gonna like
1: take Girl, it as a question. Wait it out. Call someone else. Not even yeah. wait, don't wait out for him. Set that down on, the, on a burner somewhere else. Maybe it's a burner you can pick back up in in a, several, several years, but figure out a way to tell your brain to stop seeing that guy and find someone else to distract you until you, you've moved on. Cause and personally, I was even going to say you could just sleep with him, but I just feel at 18,
0: the sex is going to be not that great. He
1: doesn't know what to do. His brain wor- be, will be not ready. He might like fall in love with you. Like... The You're maturity things to talk about, yeah. And I'm not saying this from like a creeper level. I'm just saying, like, literally logistic wise, it's not going to work. You can stay as friend, even knowing if you have feelings or whatever. Find something else to yeah up your uh, your attention span and energy until the crush has. Diluted a bit, and you will move on just fine. I promise. And just to help,
0: maybe put things extra perspective. This boy just got out of high school. Like when you think he cannot, you all can't go out drinking. If you buy him a drink, gonna, yeah, it's
1: just too much. They're breaking the law. Like girl, I won't rule out this working out sometime later. But for yeah. now, you guys will not have the things that you need to make it a good use of either of your time.
0: He's gonna have to come to your house every time to kick it because y'all can't go nowhere. The movies? Like, where are you yeah. going to go? Where are you going to fucking go with this kid? Like,
1: yeah, like it, Kathleen again, said, any, put him it, down. There's plenty of stories of like, well, it worked with this one couple. Yeah, this it can work, but I'm saying if you're asking for advice, set that aside. Right. Find something else to keep you occupied and right. let time and pass. Re- revisit this when he's <laughs> yeah, like <revisit> it
0: later. <laughs> over
1: 21, when he
0: can yeah. go to a fucking bar. Revisit yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> um let's do chloe hi y'all loyal listener and occasional writer i have been ruminating yeah. Ooh, come on, sat words. Ruminating on Chloe talking about her sense of humor in regards to the bogus setup with the Italian guy. She made the comment about answering the what's-your-family-like question with, I have two dads, one is dead, and the other turned into a woman. While I can appreciate a crass sense of humor and being able to laugh at your own situation, it really bothers me how she and the rest of the family refer to Caitlin's transition. Turning into a different gender is such a misguided and insensitive way to describe the trans experience and for this episode to air during pride month this all feels to me like yet another example of how they are ultimately always going to hold up patriarchal and misogynistic values it's giving jk rowling um i being a turf i know they're just people too but it's always disappointing to see these type of takes getting any airtime multiple people in the filming and editing process decided to keep that line in the final cut curious if any This resonates or from taking her offhanded joke too seriously. Let me know your thoughts. It's not the first time I read this. A comment like this, by the way.
1: Yeah, no, I I saw that too. I think like on the one hand, it's sort of like how we were joking about Mean Girls, where like two gate of functions. Like I can say that, I can't necessarily know or even begin to understand what it'd be like to be in their situation. And how people that have been in that situation talk about it. So on that hand, I'm like, if that's how their way of looking at it, that's fine. And Caitlin hasn't necessarily been the best, like, trans example of how she talks about the trans experience, especially as of late. Um, she's kind of used her platform in, like, a not great way. But I think what we always kind of go back to with this family is that lack of, like, awareness of how unfortunately their words hold more weight than like just your average friend whose parent went through a transition you know it's like unfortunately Chloe might have to think about her words more differently than other people because they're going to be dissected uh so I think there's a factor to that but yeah I think it's interesting because when Caitlin was initially transitioning they seemed really serious about like talking about it and like doing this barbara walters special and bringing on all these other trans um activists and now that's just just, like out the window Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't think they care to cater to or even like try to appease a larger community it's just kind of like uh yeah like our dad transitioned and we deal with it as we please uh so i don't know i i would definitely like defer to it someone who's from that community that could actually like talk about like what you should say or what's sensitive. And I, I I'm sure it's being a child of a parent that went through that experience. I can't relate to, but I definitely don't think this family gives a shit about like trying the right thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I get the writer's point. And I, like I said, I saw other comments about it and then like, you know, sometimes Coy will even use Caitlin's dead name. You know what I mean? But it's just a lack of, I mean, at the end of the day, it's lack of education. Obviously, everyone's responsible to educate themselves, like and pay attention to things of that nature. I think I've been uh, like corrected and I'm like, oh, okay, because you don't know what you don't know. So you're just yeah. kinda like, oh, okay. But I also That's don't
1: have such a, a great Opportunity to educate people, it's that part can be kind of disappointing. As far as your crass sense of humor, like I like my I have had friends who've had parents pass away and like joke like the dead dad's club is like this whole thing like on social media like if you've lost your dad like i get that sort of dark humor to deal with like trauma so i'll give chloe a bone there but again it it feels like they don't even want to try to like
0: well, that was my point. Like so, yeah. everyone's responsible to educate themselves at the end of the day. However, and I was like, I said, what a little I know is like from the internet. Cause I don't have transparent and I don't have a, any trans friends or people that I know comma, but that leads me to the next point. And it's kind of like what Kathleen was saying. Caitlin isn't fucking educated. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. Kate, the head stinks. The, wait, what is it? The fish stinks from the head. Yeah. And that is Caitlin. <laughs> If Caitlyn was a little, took her transition a little bit more seriously, if Caitlyn took the time to educate herself and her family, they might know some shit, but they, Caitlyn's just like transitioned and then was like, yeah, whatever, I don't need to know anything else. And I think
1: a lot of the like trans community was pissed after Caitlyn had some really like prominent figures within the trans like celebrity world on her like show that she had. Yeah, kind of like shat on all of it when she got into politics, mm-hmm. and the you know 2006 elections basically like showed her Republican colors, which a lot of rich people, especially people who are white, like they sh- showed their side that they were going to jump with. But Caitlyn's like that, with being trans, it was like none of it made any sense, and I was like, all- the community was like pretty pissed because yeah, I was like these were like. Prominent figures like going out of their way to like educate, help you, know, higher show, in like this, educate the yeah. educating the public. And it was just like never speaking of that again. And now it's like Caitlin's mission to like get on these super conservative, like campaign talking points about athletics. Like, it's just v- a- she, so. very, she herself is very like, Chloe, like, girl, I love you, but like. Here's the better way to talk about it.
0: Well, yeah, if they had any real discussions. But she, Caitlin's anti trans and she's anti gay. Like, she doesn't even think gay people should get married and she doesn't think trans yeah, people should be like playing. It's into,
1: like everything when you're like that hardcore conservative. It's one thing, Wayne, yeah. conservative. Yeah. But she's like, she is like happy to be the like flag bearer of like, it's kind of yeah. like the Candace Owens is like a token black yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. And gets her platform for that reason. Caitlyn's taking on that role as like a token trans person.
0: Yeah. Like if Caitlyn was like, I think prostitution should be legal, but I'm all for gay marriage. Okay. I can see the blending going on here between the, because there is also, we have to take account Caitlyn's age. So there's just some shit she's going to be more conservative on. Again, great.
1: Wealthy. Wealthy people tend to go conservative because they don't want to pay taxes. She's white. Like her friends are probably all in the same mindset. Does that mean she need to publicly double down after getting all this public support for becoming a trans advocate and then be like, never mind? I don't like those talking points. Like, And
0: like Caitlin spent the first 70 years of her life as a really privileged white male, not to take away from her transition and all that other struggles. But Caitlin's had a pretty fucking cushy life. Even yeah. her transition wasn't even as, like, yeah. traumatic and, yeah. as and it most, is for the normal she trans never trans even really.
1: She never really talked at length. Maybe in the early days she mentioned it more, but it's like, you know, not most trans people don't have the opportunity to get quick and paid for, you know, gender-affirming care, and she did. And, and so then to get sh- shit on by, like, within years yeah i don't i can see why maybe chloe and co don't have the best motivation to think about the way that they talk about this exactly because caitlin's letting it rock interesting if they talked about it more like nuanced like i didn't really know how to like navigate this and earlier on like i felt like it was helpful to hear kylie and kendall talk about how like they Navigated like this person's my dad, but also like is dad a gender thing? You know, so there was like yeah. some early on stuff that was like, I would love to learn more what that experience is like, yeah. And now they just, if they mention it, it's weird. And yeah, and that, the thing things I was- talk about Caitlin being their dad for like two years and now they do again. And you're like,
0: <laughs> Chris was like, not even inviting her to Christmas party, yeah, like, who
1: like didn't exist for like a solid couple years, and now it's like, I don't know.
0: So. the thing from I'm Kate that I remember that I was like, ooh, when they went to like this clinic or whatever, and they talked to a bunch of like w- women of color that were um, trans women, and they were talking about what they had to do to survive or even to pay for maybe like medicine or treatments. And this one lady was talking about how she do prostitution. And Caitlin yeah. goes, ooh,
1: am I going to have to do that? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I was is like, like, yikes. People don't hey, understand when you like hear about this like sex work or like yeah violence with trans black trans women is like one of the most like violent incidences like as a population lowest survival rate like like all of it is bad so to then like have just like it's disappointing in and of itself they just went there with imk and then it just stopped and then to have caitlin take this hard right turn
0: yeah and you could tell like the people helping her because even when she made that comment the other woman next to her like tapped her hands like bitch be quiet like 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 okay like calm the fuck down but i think even they were just getting so fucking weary of her because like again not to take anything from caitlin but her biggest accomplishment that shows when she put on a bathing suit and they were like cheering for her in the pool and i'm like that's great but what have you learned yeah on this journey i mean the bathing suit thing i get from a personal standpoint and how empowering that could be for you that's great what else do you know besides trying to put on a baby
1: this community that it's not just that they're supporting you yeah is that their community is shat on all over the place all the time and here we are it's gotten much worse like it's that's why it's disappointing. What are you going to use? How are you
0: going to use your platform
1: yeah, to like support
0: her. the trans movement? Nothing great. Um, the last one and it's a long one, so um, bear with me. It's called Courtney Needs to Pull a Prince Harry. <laughs> Hi, ladies. So I just watched the last episode. And after a weekend in a spiritual retreat, uh, pause. I'm so fucking jealous of that.
1: I'm playing on one called dance this week where they go on like a retreat and under the moonlight for like, ah,
0: oh, I just got turned
1: on. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, I'll put in a word for you. Maybe you can get on the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. There's this, um, okay, sounds weird to pie out. There's this guy who channels an alien. His name's Bashar, and he has this seminar in Sedoma, Sin- which apparently Bashar's spaceship is like just a couple hundreds of feet above. I know it sounds okay, crazy.
1: Sedona is really, connected. yes, it's very high
0: active. Um, my birthday they're having like a two-day workshop my money's a little funny so i don't think i can go <laughs> like i don't think it'd be responsible for me to go and i don't know how to explain it to vicky and greg i can't
1: just be like this guy's like so a career like networking event say it's like a writer's conference or something or
0: I, they would buy because my mom and them they're pretty you know we're a religious family if i said it was a bible retreat they would buy that there you go not like I want to see some guy channel an alien for two days and it's on my birthday <laughs> hey,
1: why not? so don't but, ask oh, I have been there not for a long time or a retreat it was just like a day oh yeah, yeah. so that's really pretty
0: Anyway, it was, so she was at the spiritual retreat. I was all peace and love, meditation, and Kendall Jenner protecting her peace, all zen. And then here comes Kimberly and fucking Chloe Alexandra getting on my last nerves. I was, I honestly was watching this show and thinking, these girls really don't deserve my time. They don't deserve anyone's time. It's actually hard to imagine some people looking up and admiring Kim or Chloe. So I'm going to be as zen as possible at as I can, but Chloe, you're such a miserable bitch. If that was Zen. Wow, I'd hate to hear the non-Zen version.
1: <laughs> i that makes me feel better because I'm like, am I just like a bitter hater because <laughs> I can't stand them right now? Eating from the sides. This doesn't even concern you. And
0: you're over there in front of the Dolce and Gabbana team trash talking your sister, who has a great relationship with them and has always been the only one that had your back and always protected you just to get a comfortable seat on Kim's. Ass, girl, just go home to your son. You've got enough problems of your own. Saying true and the baby and true and him. You named him, remember? His name is Tatum. I'm actually surprised she hasn't said true and it yet. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) good luck to Tatum's therapist in a few years. Or she'll be fine because of the amount of sessions and money. Good Lord. And her calling Michelle daddy, the ick. Maybe go fix your daddy issues before calling a random soft porn Italian actor zaddy. (laughs) And Kim, I honestly have no words. She's so delusional. It's laughable at this point. Yeah, it's a big deal what you did. And I will give it to you. Yeah, it was pretty iconic. But the only people wearing your collection are real housewives. Also, Lisa Vanderpump actually thought it was a great look to wear while dealing with the Rachel... Slash warm with a mustache, Ariana basically the scandal of it all. Just get over yourself a little bit. You're not even wearing Dolce and Gabbana anymore. You dress like a different spice girl every week. It's scary. Also, the outfit Pharrell gave her to wear at his show I wear better things to my Pilates class. Come on. The only thing I have to say in her favor is that in her position, I would do the show too and not ask for them to wait another year because that was when Dolce & Gabbana looks refreshed in everyone's memory. But at least talk to your sister, you know, tell her what you're doing. The runway had looks you used in her wedding. So why not tell her? Because you would kill her if it was the other way around because you got mad over her wearing Rick Owens when it was your thing and she was wearing men's Rick Owens. Like she's no bigger diva than you. You're not a better person. You're actually a pathological liar because that Madonna dress was completely different from yours. And you're just angry because she's happy you're not. Her poor kids looked like Christmas decorations in the show. <laughs> it all looked tacky as fuck. And you're over here saying, Courtney, this, Courtney, that. If she's such a hater, why give her that amount of attention? Live your life and admit you you should have been better communicating what you were doing. I truly would be so happy to see Courtney just say, I'm off the show. I'm off the show. I, I don't identify with those people. And I don't want to be anywhere near them. I have my own family. And I'm very happy with just them. Chris didn't even say a fucking word. And she looked more emotional in that toast than Courtney's wedding. I truly would hate to be in Courtney's position right now. And good for Kendall and Kylie for keeping their distance and just going to ride horses. It's not great TV, but if Kim and Chloe were my sisters I and I was asked, do you want to film in Milan with them or ride horses? I would say, put me in that fucking <laughs> horse now. I don't care. And I work in fashion. So that says a lot about them. And what, they sh- and what they show of themselves. The Barkers just need their own show. I would rather watch Rain eating crowns and paper than <laughs> Chloe calling daddy to a random guy to make Tristan jealous. <laughs> His email. But back to my peace and love self. Courtney, you are loved. You have a way better friends than Kimberly. You have a beautiful family. Rain is kind of a mess, but no family is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ah! you're beautiful and glowing. Just dump those stupid bitches and write a tell-all. I'm pretty sure Rob, the first victim of narcissist Kim, would happily buy the first coffee. As always, you're doing amazing sweets. Have a and nice week, the-
1: and Namaste. So but- <laughs> what do they call when they write the thing like at the beginning of the book? <laughs>
0: Oh, the it's not the prelogue, but it's almost the like forward? the dedication. The forward, yeah. The yeah. Forward. Rob's gonna write the forward. Rob's, Rob's gonna be the, write the forward. Off. This book was long overdue. Kim <laughs> is the girl from Gone, Lost Girl, or what Gone Girl. Remember he called her the girl from Gone Girl. What?
1: Yeah. Speaking I mean, of going. There's well. a
0: part in this when she Robbie said that that um basically it reminded me to say that why another reason Dulcing Hibana is the real enemy, they could have fucking pushed it out a year. They were the ones that were like, We've gotta do this now while people are still like hyped about Courtney's wedding. That's why they're the real villains. Well,
1: and again, like Corey got the silky pajama things, like right. they could have been and when in the earlier episode when Courtney was talking about oh Kim's doing their skims thing with them, seemed totally unperturbed. Mm-hmm. They could have just made it a thing where they were both working with Dolce & Gabbana. The whole family is working with them. Like, yeah, it was the way things were handled that were the issue.
0: Yeah. And also, too, um, wasn't Kylie like the face of Dolce & Gabbana eyewear or something? Yeah. The
1: whole thing is just, yeah, of course, they're all money grabbers on all sides.
0: That's why I'm like Courtney. Don't why even trip. This is just get on the group chat. Is and it figure is. it out. <laughs> right. It is what it is at this point. Like you, you, you. I, I think. I but like you said, they're just not being honest with what they're really upset about. Like I don't know. It's just it's it's these women are over forty, and we're talking about this. Like you stole my wedding Andre. Down bad. Down bad. For anyway, sure. If you have some say, I will if you have some tyra mail email it to say bible podcast at gmail.com say b-i-b-l-e podcast at gmail.com we still have other ones that you guys sent in
1: they still will get read don't trip um we eventually will like work our way back to like closer to when the episode comes out but i feel yeah. like the last few weekends are just been like
0: well and also yeah and there's just some stuff coming up that you know, you had a birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Six years
1: yeah.
0: old. Let's <laughs> get it. June. Then T- I-
1: that was, we We uh, definitely need to make sure Natalie didn't have to work on that day. <laughs> Much not, that's not for these people. did not, uh, did not a thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then like I had a birthday thing. So it's fine. It will, the episode will come out before this is mid- our Tuesday.
1: summer. People should yeah. not know what day Thursday is during the summer. <laughs>
0: the episode will come out before the next episode. But you yeah. can always guarantee that. Like today, I even almost pushed and it. Also, I was like, you
1: know what? You're gonna get what you get.
0: Yeah, today I even was. I was like, "Eh, if you want to do record tomorrow, that's fine. Someone wants to
1: pay us.
0: Where's our Skrilla? We're probably blacklisted. Like, like um, probably
1: not to you guys. Like, we know a lot of you did some Patreon or subscribe to Natalie's Substack, but we're talking. It would take Brian Seacrest money for us (laughs) here. Use that Will of Fortune money. Yeah. Give us that Pat Sajak retirement fund, and we'll heard? pull it together.
0: If you ever watch Master of None on Netflix, Aziz Ansari, he's his manager who was like going to be in the color purple. She was an new black. Danielle Brooks, I think, is her name. Oh yeah, yeah. She's always like, I'm trying to get that Friends money.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to give you that David Schwimmer money. That's what I'm talking Three about. an Episode or whatever. <laughs> right.
0: We try to get that Friends money. That'll probably never see the light of day again. Thanks. To Fucking streaming Anyway Alright well have a good day, night, week, weekend Whatever you're having and we will talk to you later Bye